All right, ladies and gentlemen, before we get this episode started, I want to give a huge shout out to our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Fine Touch Painting. Big shout out to my guy, Beto Esqueda. He's been rocking with the Half Court Podcast Movement from the jump, man. Believed in the movement, believed in the vision, and said, hey, I would like to sponsor you guys. So thank you, Beto, for that. Now back to Fine Touch Painting. When it comes to your residence or business looking clean and spiffy, the Fine Touch Painting crew are your go-to guys. You name it, they paint it. You can count on their professional services such as interior, exterior, sheetrock repair, complete power wash, bow finishes, and much more. Now, if you have any future projects or you're working on a current project and you would like a free estimate, make sure to contact Beto at 405-905-1466. Again, that number is 405-905-1466. Fine touch painting, ladies and gentlemen. Also, today's episode is brought to you by Supreme Barbering in Midtown. Big shout out to my guy, Della Tapes, who's been believing in the movement since day one. Supreme Barbering in Midtown, they're going to get you right. Now, if you're looking for that razzle-dazzle, that splat, those are the guys to go to. You can count on six professional licensed barber to get you right. It's simple. Give them a call. Schedule your appointment. The phone number is 405-601-708. Again, that number is 405-601-7087. Now, if you don't want to call and you want, you know, I'm just going to show up. You can also. You can. The address is 1705 North Broadway Avenue. Hit them up. They're open from Tuesday through Saturday from 10 to 6. Ladies and gentlemen, that is supreme barbering to you. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a new wave of entertainment in Oklahoma City. If you guys haven't heard, you're about to hear it here on the Half Court Podcast. During this pandemic, you might find yourself a little bored not knowing what to do. So you can head on down there to Q Palace and they'll entertain you. They got music. They got they got billiards. And that's pool. Just, you know, making it sound uh, nice and fancy for you guys. They got tournaments, so if you want to make some some little money and and show out your skills of pool, you can go in there and get you some money. Uh, entertainment. So go ahead and follow them on social media. They they will keep you updated with all the events they have going on, and their hours are super flexible. So you can be there from eleven in the morning to two in the morning if you'd like. You know those are the hours, Monday through Sunday, eleven a.m. to two a.m. So they got the liquor, they got the pool, they got the music. Follow them on social media so you can keep up with all their updates and events. So if you guys want to call in just to see how things are going or whatever before you pull up, you can call them at 405-636-1102. And their address is 940 Southwest 59th. And that's Oklahoma City right there on 59th Southwest. You can't miss it. So for all my Southwest babies that need entertainment, head down to the Q Palace because they got it popping over there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are live. What is Gucci Manucci's? Welcome to the Half Core Podcast. I'm Darwin. We got AV behind the camera. And today, we got a special guest, man. We got Main Athletic Performance. Hey, there we, we go. We got Austin that's representing out of six, right? Yep, we got six of us, man. Six of us all trying to figure it out. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Um, so before we get into the topic, uh, 
Uh, want to just give a huge shout out once again to our sponsors real quick. You know, I want to give a huge shout out to Supreme Barbering in Midtown. Huge shout out to Q Palace over there on 59th. You know what I'm saying? Southwest 59th. And I also want to give a huge shout out, huge, huge shout out to our guy Beto at Fine Touch Painting, man. One more thing, too, is we want to uh, we started a new thing with the cash app. You know what I'm saying? So if you guys want to make any donations after you watch this podcast and you feel like, damn, I got some good value. I got some good knowledge off of this. You know what I'm saying? And you want to support the cause. Hey, cash app would be somewhere here in the video. Half Court Podcast. And yeah, man, just help support the cause. So trying to get the motherfucking bag. We trying to get the bag, man. <laughs> but yeah, man, Austin. Uh, so talk to us about Main Athletic and what, what you got going on with that, man. Yeah, so uh, whenever we first started, it was just a training facility. We worked with, you know, high school athletes, junior high athletes. That was was it at the start. Mm -hmm. Um, Ended up linking up with one of my best friends now. Uh, He'd actually dated my sister when we were growing up. So it was so funny. Like, he ends up uh, getting drafted, end up working with him. That turns into some more stuff, and then that turns in and just keeps growing. And so at this point, you know, we've got college athletes. um, We've got worked with a couple of professional athletes, lots of junior high, high school kids. At this point, though, we're trying to shift everything really to, like, yeah, we love what we do. We love the kids we get to help, but I think we can help more. And so we're starting to try to learn how to do everything online, too, and that's, that's really online where coaching. we want to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yep. you, and you said it's, like, six of you guys in total? Yep. Man. Yep. We've got three. All licensed, like, personal trainers, or, or how, how is this? Uh... So two of, us are, two of us are the main guys in the gym. So there's like there's me and Kel most of the time that are handling everything with the athletes where when it comes to coaching, uh, programming, all that good stuff. When we have our other four guys, those are more like our media, our marketing, handling social media. Oh. That that's their big roles. We that's, all we all work out though. So yeah, nice. and everybody's everybody's involved so, with that way. Talk to us about like how did this became about and who started the whole idea? Cool for sure, man. Um, so growing up as like a kid and I'm from a 4A school, like it's not really big. It's not really small mm-hmm. either. It's Clinton, Oklahoma. If you still live there when you're my age, it's, it's like, well, why didn't you ever go do anything? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, kind of coming out of that stigma, I'm, oh man, I'm a sophomore in college. When we get started, I, I talked with one of my former coaches and I told him the idea I had, I was like, you know, I want to work with athletes. I want to open a facility, which had never been done out in that whole entire area. And so he's like, ah, oh, it just won't work out here in this area, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, what? Like, no, I mean, this is my dream. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to make this happen no matter what you tell me at this mm-hmm. point. And so go from one guy with no facility. Um, I was training with, I was training a few kids in a high school. And the superintendent, athletic director, whoever it was, somebody was pissed off about it because I was making money using school mm-hmm. facilities. And so they're like, no, you can't be in here more. They gave me a month to get out. Play a Hayden. So I know, well, you I were know. doing uh, using other facilities, but training? Right. Like I was literally using a high school weight room to train mm. these kids. But I'm, it was only kids from one school at that point, too. And so I was like, dang, like they'll, they'll appreciate me helping their kids. And they got mad about it. And so I was like, whatever. So you're trying to make the school's kids better. Yeah. And they hate yeah, because he's making a little bit of money, making, like, money. making some cheddar. Like what, bro? That's some bullshit. I remember yeah. my first hustle was selling uh, Mexican suckers at school. Oh, let's go, let's and bro, go. the officer took my bag, and I shit you not. By like Friday, he was selling snacks out of his car. <laughs> Play a hating, bro. Hey, where'd you graduate at? 
Uh, I went to Pathways, but at the time that was in Roosevelt. I was in like seventh grade or something. Oh, I got shit, you. But, Middle school. But I, I, yeah, the school system be hate, man. Yeah, we we would take our. Uh, did y'all have to do the ARP reading like you read and you took a test on the books? Uh, no, man, y'all got lucky. That must have been right after y'all then. Like we had to do, we would do that, and like we figured out a way to get into the pat into the, like the system. One of the kids got the password, so I was charging kids five ten dollars like. Every point would be a dollar. So say you had a 10-point book, I was charging kids $10 to take that test for them. Oh, it was, so I've, I've always tried, to, always right tried to find a way to sell something. Yeah, you got to, man. You got yeah. to. Shit, that's life. And you were wanting to build this gym, and people kept telling you it's impossible, like it's not going to be a thing. And it, the, were you trying to build this gym? Is it in Clinton? Yeah, it's in Clinton. So, like so right now it's in Clinton. We're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, uh, we're in Clinton. So, see, you did something that people thought was impossible. Yeah, exactly. And, and right now, from what I'm seeing in the social media pages and stuff, it looks pretty pretty booming to me. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, for sure, man. So, like, so continue with that. You uh, Basically, they stop you from working out there. What, what's the next? They told me I got a month to get out, so I was like, cool. Oh, so they give you a month. They give they me some time oh, to like, that's cool, that's find cool. a place and not kick me out like on the spot. So. They weren't like bitch-ass Officer McCoy. <laughs> they just <laughs> they took, took my shit. on the spot, yeah. So they, they, we, I talk to them, whatever. I get a phone call. I'm like, dang God, like, I got to get a place. So like, I'm driving around town, and like, there's, there's nothing in Clinton. Like, like, there's no building. We're getting to like the last week, still nothing. So I'm, I'm pulling in through, uh, like, I'm trying to explain. Like, there's, there's a bar S plant in Clinton. I'm pulling right beside it, and I was like, dang, this building looks good. Like, there's no for sale sign or anything. So I'm just like, I'll figure out who owns it, and I'll, and I'll call them. So get the dude's number, give him a call. Turns out two weeks later, they were moving to Ponca City. He's like, yeah, that building's going to be available. I Fuck was yeah. like, what? Like, I needed this building so bad, and then out of nowhere, boom, there it is. And then you said that day you were just driving around? You were just... Building wasn't for sale or anything. That was I the best time, gave the call, man. and turns out he was like, yeah, you can take it. So well, that was our very first facility. It was about 2,000 square feet. Um, not in the best part of Clinton, like where we're from, like... For example, we had a gunshot through the sign outside, and we had bars on all our windows. Mm. So you pull up, like our college kids, I remember them coming in, and I'd always just, like, laugh, like, when they pulled up, like, how did y'all feel when you pulled up? Because everybody's like, like, mm. fuck. Did I get set up in this one? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, where am I going? Yeah. Um, I'll be, I mean, but now we're in our second facility. Um, so how long did you guys stay on that, like? We had year, almost two years in that facility. Two, two years? Two years, yes. Yeah, so we started with, like, I think the very first month. I and this was uh, what year? This two years ago. Two years ago. Mm-hmm. So this is recent. Yeah, I was still in college whenever I started doing everything. Yeah. And like you, I had professors. You, like, you guys been riding all together since the jump? No. So we've got, it was me going solo for, oh man, like Kellen was the first one we hired. We hired him last summer. Me and him had classes together. We played sports against each other growing up, but like. We weren't, like, real cool, like, real tight in college. Just, like, I was actually married at the time, so, like, I wasn't even, mm-hmm. like, really in college. I was just, like, I'd work, and then I'd go home and try to figure out how to do all the gym stuff. And so, it, it was funny. Like, me and him had classes together. One day, I hit up a coach and was from Swasu, which is a university that we all, we all graduated from Swasu. So, we were all at the same college. Okay. And uh, hit up this coach, and I'm like, hey, I want a football kid to work with. So, he tells Kellen about it. Kellen comes over. Kellen's trained there ever since. He put, like... He's put five inches on his vertical since he started coming in. Like, mm. I know, like, here's your data. This works. Now let's show you. And it's actually turned into the school that we're all from. The football program is using the same system that 
we use with all our kids now. Just through like, here's our data. And it was just, man, it's been wild. But you had, you had him come in. Um, after he got there, we ended up with Bedard, Bax, Nate. After they got there, then we ended up with Isaiah too. And then we've had, I'm trying to remember whenever, Cope Films, Jacob Cope. When did he start helping us out too? Was um, it like that they just came out of nowhere? Athletes. Yeah, like they just. And they were like, I, I like this. I want to join you guys. Kellen kind of brought, <clears throat> Kellen made the connection to get Bedard. So I got, dude, everything we've done has just been <clears throat> weird at this point. Organic. So, like it just it, happened. Yeah. Like it, a, a, it can be like, you feel like a little like, Damn, is this How the fuck happening? Is this? Yeah, like we've been there, man. We've been in that position, but man, I gotta tell you, that's uh, definitely a blessing, man. It's a, a blessing to have people that have the same vision that are willing to take it to the next level. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So that means you guys are gonna be moving fast as fuck. Yes, that's, that's, a lot what's, of, that's yeah. what happened. That's yeah. what's been happening, man. So yeah. you guys moved to the new location, and uh, so this is bigger, more double the size, double the size. <laughs> so much nicer part of town too. Like it's just, it's something I can be proud of for sure. Yeah, for sure. That's what's up, man. And so you guys said you train athletes as well, right? Mm-hmm. Like college athletes, high school, and all that, right? So if I, for example, want to get better at basketball, who do I go to? Is there a specific guy that is trained or does his homework on like athlete, like basketball workouts or mm-hmm. football or how's that work? Yeah. So what we found out is it's not necessarily the sport that we need to individualize the program. to; it's the person. So I might have one kid come in, uh, we have them do a squat and they can't sit back. Mm-hmm. So we automatically know like, Oh, their hamstrings aren't strong enough. If we get their hamstrings stronger, they're going to jump higher. If you make it, it's literally taking the weakest thing and making it better. If you can mm. heal up the weak spot, the strong start, the strong suit is going to show better. Mm. And that would be the best way to explain that. Like, not necessarily by the sport, but by the individual. Gotcha, what gotcha. we see from them and what they need. Gotcha. So, like, uh, uh, somebody that's a wide receiver, something that needs speed, then you guys would focus on. We're going to get him faster, but we're going to do it a different way. Uh, we're not going to sit there and have him run forever. I see, like, I'm looking through you guys' page, and I can see that, like, the engagement is there. And one thing that you, 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 you're going to receive results because you have – you know, people like you guys pressuring mm-hmm. and like, like, you know, like do these reps, like do this, you know, do that. And yeah. it's like, you have to do it, you know, especially then having with, that data. That if, shit doesn't lie. If yeah. You, if you guys are just like, yeah. you can't argue with numbers. Like, yeah, there's numbers. Like, what are you going to say? Yeah. So you can. So you guys pretty much live, eat, breathe, main athletic. Yeah. That's you you mentioned it. you were married. Are you still married? I'm not anymore, man. So at, at 23, I've been. I graduated, opened a business, been married, and been divorced. Damn, you so. Stay single, stupid. I had to say it, bro. It's, 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 I just had to. I just had to, man. Yeah, he just... realized that he's 23, so he, he, yeah, he's, yeah. On the, he's on the right path. Hey, I yeah. told you, y'all had some advice for us. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not on marriage, man. I, I... Look, look up red pill, babies. The red, <laughs> red pill, man. But, man, that's that's cool, man. You guys are doing, you guys did the impossible, and and where do you, where do you guys want to take this? Man, so, like... It sounds crazy. I, th- I think anything, after you've seen something like start to go, like f- with you guys, for example, like whenever y'all first started this, this was just an idea. Mm-hmm. Like who, whose idea was it? I started it, you know, Man. and then I uh, was fortunate enough to have AV be like, bro, this this right here is I dope. was like a, a guest. He was a was guest. the first mm-hmm. guest? Yeah, at my apartment, 
in the couch. Oh, we're like so literally awesome. like, yeah. That's literally where we are right now. Yeah. Like. So like it's like, no, and it's, it's beautiful, man. Cause if you document the whole process, it's like, man, like I remember I interviewed him cause I was, I, I once was, I like, threw the headphones on and I was hearing myself and I was like, Oh, this is some real shit. Like this is like a real <laughs> podcast. So, so I was like, all we need to do is make it like make a set and add shit and it'll, no, and it's crazy because, like, AV, sometimes I feel like he doesn't realize the influence he have, like, mm-hmm. with not just me, but with a lot of people, you know. And he got me to, because I remember I told him, I was like, bro, I'm going to level up, bro. Like, I want to do video because that's, I looked up to him doing the video yeah. stuff. I've always was into video, but seeing AV take it to the next level, like, AV was probably the, probably the, one of the only people that I knew when I watched his music videos. It was cinematic. I was right. like, how do you get that cinematic look? So I started buying equipment, and I was like, bro, I went to him once, and I was like, bro, I'm going to, I'm going to. I'm going to get to your level. So then we started doing weddings together. And then I was like, bro, I'm going to invite you to, to, to my podcast Dang. to a guest. Dang. And then it's like what he said. He was like, bro, let's let's take this to the next level. So it just went we from started there. started making some cheddar together. And fuck, man. Because the weddings, that's really how it, we were just grinding, bro. Making, right. trying to make and some as long And as long as we're on the same page, you know, I feel like it's just the sky's the limit. You know, we make sure we're on the same page. And any differences, we just like, all right, we got to make sure we're on the same page. So uh, thankfully, we've man been able to take it to the next level and we look forward to each episode each guest and like right. it's, it's it's how are amazing. you able to do that like work with so because you you guys are you said it's six of you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so do you guys ever have differences and how do you deal with that like yeah like so for the most part my thing as like trying to kind of lead that at this point is just like i want everybody to be who they are and do kind of what they want to do because if i sit there and i'm like you got to do this like, uh, it's just not, if I sit there and let it happen, I'm going to get something that I'm so much more proud of. Like if there's, uh, for example, like we have, I'll go back to Sunnyside media, Isaiah, like we have our minor league guy, Taylor Varnell. He's a small school kid in high school. He told the teacher he wanted to be a professional baseball player. And she laughed at him in front of the entire class. And now he's really a professional baseball player. Mm-hmm. And so like, we have. So was this the teacher that laughed? Yeah, the teacher on his paper. And it's crazy Bro, because it's small, I, I used to like think these small schools like they just don't think you can do anything. Yeah, that's crazy. I used to think that that was like some movie shit, but it really does happen. I remember uh, a teacher and like my rappers class. too. Rappers say that a lot, and it's like I thought it was like. But and and, and how much that hurts kids? Because I one of my homies in high school, this motherfucker still like not even too long ago we were sipping together like just talking, and he's like. I remember Dr. Polly told me that I wasn't going to be shit. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> and it's years later. And this it, motherfucker's still thinking about uh, that. I'm you like, got to keep in mind. It's like, man, like you not, you don't expect that from your teacher, but it's like, I don't know if it's cause they feel down. Cause they have a, uh, unfortunately they have a shitty job because they don't, they're not getting paid what they're, they're supposed yeah, to get paid. Yeah, yeah. So they kind of feel like they got to bring the students down, which doesn't make sense. I mean, it's, I, yeah, I, I guess know. it's normal. They they have a bad day, and but it's, it sucks, man. Yeah, it does suck. So, baseball player, he's he's playing baseball now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like here, one thing that just kind of happened. Like, I'm literally just putting these guys together, and I'm like, I see this and this person, this and person, this and this person. Now let's just see what happens. So we have Taylor, Isaiah, Sunnyside Media. Like I said, he broke his back in college. Ended up be, going from being a hitter to a, a pitcher. So he goes to drive on baseball up in Seattle, lives there three months, learns how to throw a ball, like learns how to actually pitch in, in college. He's not a high school kid at that point. He's in college, so learns how to pitch. He learned all this stuff through his injury. Now guess what? He's using it. 
So now Taylor Varnell comes in, and over the past few months that they've been working together, you've got Taylor sitting two to three miles an hour up on his exit velocity. So you have all the strength that he gets from us in the gym, and now he's got Isaiah who just, hey, yeah, I can do that. Let me help that. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I want to see is just I want this stuff to just happen. Like as soon as you start trying to force it, it's, it makes it so. so much but in order to do that, that means you have to build a really good build a really good relationship with like the athletes and the yeah. trainers because that means you guys are putting in a lot of time. That's yeah. I would say that's a pretty that's some shit. Yeah, that's a pretty niche like. Part of the fitness is to be like, I'm going to open a gym that's going to strictly be like athletes, athletes, mm-hmm. training athletes. I'm, I'm not pretty sure there's people out there, but to do it at a scale that you guys are doing it. And at, I feel like it's just going to keep going up and up because it's you, like, are you familiar with Elliot Hoss? He's uh, from Florida, I believe. And he uh, he started in a park, basically like oh, training athletes in a park because he didn't have a gym. He was yeah. like. I got one day. I, I just got tired of working that corporate because he worked at like a Gold's Gym or some shit like that. He's like, I just quit and took some of my clients and started training them at a park, and now he has like his own facility and shit. So. It's just like everybody always asks, like, how do you get to do something? Like, if the desire is there, like y'all have seen it. If the desire is there, all those pieces start to fit eventually. Mm-hmm. You just gotta wait it out long enough. Like, they're all going to fit there. Mm-hmm. As long as you keep wanting it, eventually this stuff's going to catch up with you. How did like, you learn that mentality? Uh, my parents, both my parents were drug addicts. I grew up in government housing. Went from mm-hmm. government housing to living on a golf course to, I guess, living in a gym now, pretty much. So, yeah. kind of just been through anything and everything. Um, I think it really feel like it gave me kind of a good good view on the world. Been overseas to thailand twice in asia uh i don't, I don't know I, I couldn't pinpoint the exact exact way on that what's your thoughts on that because like there's either two ways people go about that like my parents were drug addicts so either they're drug addicts or they're not like is you think it's just like some a dna thing like some people wow. decide i, I will mean? say like like, you know, some people use the, oh, my parents were drug addicts, so they can fuck up and use that as an excuse to, and then you got other people that use it, it as a, well, it, like it, him, like it, he's it, like. It goes back to like, but I feel like if, like, with me, because I had a rough one too, mm-hmm. um, I think it goes back to like, what do you want to be? Like, like, being broke is hard, being rich is hard, you choose, like, what, what, do you have goals? I feel like when they, like, their parents go through that shit, it's like. They're not mentally prepared for it, you know? So they just So fall. some people are just weaker. It could be that. That's what I'm thinking. It could be like... Oh, dang. That I've shit taught me... That, way. that shit taught me to be like, damn, like, you know, having the, the, the struggle, like, not having shoes and, like... I had some fucking shacks. For yeah, my, so that, my, I mean, that is a sad reality that some motherfuckers are just weak and then some... It, yeah, so I think that's what it is. So that, that when you tell me this, I'm thinking like, damn, bro, like... Salute to you for that because you were able to find a way and look at it and always find a positive out of the negative situation, which right. is like, shit, I'm going to become big. I want to do the shit I want to do, and I want to follow my dreans more. And from what it looks like, you, uh, you're you young as fuck, so you didn't have to take the path of, like, fucking up, like, nah. drugs. Dude, I, I didn't even go to a single. I think I went to – I didn't go to a single party in high school until, like, senior year. Like, I was just always so focused on other things. But see, that's another thing. That's another thing that can trigger, right? So if you don't go to parties and you go to your part, like your first party senior year, that's uh, two things that can happen. You get addicted to the party scene and you fall in that path, Mm -hmm. or you be like, "It's cool, but I want to keep doing my shit." (laughs) Yeah, 
You get what I'm saying? It's the same with athletes. Like, the same with athletes. You can either, you know, go to this party and be like, all right, what's cool? Now I got to focus, be up at 5 a.m. the next day at the gym shooting shots or, you know, practicing. Or you're like, I'm going to drink, get shit face, hangover. Some uh, James Harden 4PF shit. (laughs) Yeah, so it's like, it's all, I think that what it really all comes down to is mental toughness. Like, how how you're going to develop that. How disciplined you can can make yourself, I think, is really like... What it comes down to, yeah, everything. Because if, yeah. if you're not, I mean, shit, yeah. If you're not disciplined, it's uh, that's that was something I was talking with uh, one of my friends about the other day. It was like I have a complete set schedule at this point. Like I have an A schedule day, B schedule day. I eat at the same exact time. I make my bed at the same exact time. Mm-hmm. I work at the same exact. But time. you're having a good time doing it. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Like I feel like I've gotten so much more done too. Yeah, and see, I, I watched the the valuetainment guy, Patrick. Yeah. He said that, like, it's so necessary just to have your day scheduled out. Like, and they come, went back to, I don't know who asked the question. That was like, what's the first thing you do when you wake up? And I was like, should I go brush my teeth? And then I'll do the bed. That's just what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you said you do your bed first. And then you kind of keep going from there. So it's like, that does help. Like, mapping out the whole day. Like, I can't just wake up on my day off and be like, let's see what happens. Like, yeah. no. Uh, another idea that I like uh, Patrick talks about is knowing your next five moves and applying that to, like, everything, not just long-term but short-term. So, like, when I get out of here, what, you know, what are your next five moves? Like, that's pretty fucking, yeah, I'm like, so, damn, if you can think like that all the time, you'll be yeah. ahead of the fucking game. So, today, like, I woke up, did my bed, went to the gym, ate my meals, Took my vitamins, edited the podcast, and came here. There you go. There you go, you know. You had it boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Now it's tomorrow, map out the day. I got got to work my regular job tomorrow and then figure the rest out. You know what I'm saying? So, how, how far out are you scheduled? Like uh, like that A-B schedule, is that how long are you doing that? Uh, Next I've year. I never, never thought of when I wouldn't, I guess. Like just keep it going until I'm like, oh, I need to change something. Well, if it's not broke, don't fix it. So mm-hmm. I'll just stay with it. Nice, nice. You have a, what is it, like a two-week program that you guys got going on right now? Yeah, so we, we're giving out two weeks free. Um, we actually run three different programs. So I know we work pr- predominantly with athletes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually getting ready to compete in a multiply powerlifting meet this year. Like, we travel around You're going to compete? Gyms. Yeah. So, so you're, you're more focused on powerlifting? For myself personally, you? that's my goal right that's now. That's you? Yep. Powerlifting. So what does that take? Well, talk to us about the program. I always get, okay. yeah, yeah. So talk to us about you, the program, and then we'll go from there. Um, so we got MA Power. So we just mm-hmm. basically took MAP, branched it off into our different programs. So we've got MA Power, MA Physique, and MA Perform. MA Power is our powerlifting program. Um, MA Perform is our athlete program. And then MA Physique is like our everyday lifter. Like, I want to go to the gym. Yeah, kind of essentially mm-hmm. bodybuilding, like the aesthetic base. Like, right. I wanna, I'm lifting for a look. Like, mm. for me, I'm not going to go into the gym and, like, I'm going to hit this, so this muscle will look this way. The guy um, that's going to the club every Friday and Saturday that wants yeah. to. <laughs> that wants to be able to go in, like, look big and be yeah. like, hey, what's up? Like, yep. That person right there. And, like, for me, like like I said, for me, I might go in and uh, you might have, like, your bodybuilder going in there hitting the machine, like, for some tricep pushdowns to try to get, like, that horseshoe shape out of it. Mm-hmm. I'm over there hitting, like, a three-board bench press just going this far down trying to build up my lockout to bench press a heavier weight. So like, there's techniques the to that. Yeah. So going to the bench press, that's one of my weakest. Mm-hmm. For some reason, it's just one of, one of my weakest. Uh, I have I'm, a theory on why. What's why? your theory? 
because you don't have a spotter a lot of times when you go do chest, so you can't push yourself to do that much weight. Like that, I mean, that's you me. don't train with anybody. You just train by I, yourself. I, I, I sometimes. Bro, but that's not it. But yeah, you're partner. right. He's right. Because when I do break my records, it's with somebody like spotting me. Because right? I'd be scared of fucking putting too much, and then I get stuck. Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> see, I'd be like, yeah, fuck like, that. Yeah. So, I one thing is like I have a I have a plaque here on my mm-hmm. wrist. I have a plaque, so I can't grip the 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 bar like as much as I want to grip it. So I have to grip it in a certain way. But he has to wear the little uh, cute. Bands and shit. <laughs> I do. I do have to wear wristbands, <laughs> motherfucker. Hey, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. We've had a guy come in. His name's Law. He's a former college baseball player. Came in bench press 750 pounds. Fuck. So that's 750 pounds ho- hovering above your head. He, he's got wraps on. He's in a how heavy bench it? shirt. How, how, how much does uh, he he's weigh? He's 196 pounds. Benching that much? Yeah, I saw a dude squat 1,100 in Indianapolis, but that was a big dude. He squatted 1,100 pounds. Jesus, because um, I, I, like, normally, like, I see these big guys at the gym, and, like, they're strong, right? But it's, like, sometimes I feel like they do a little too much, and it's, like, bro, you're, you, you should be benching that, you know, because you just, yeah. according to your weight, you know, you see all the, <laughs> and they throw this shit, hey, and it's, like. I think he's roasting you right now. I think he's saying because your bench is bigger than his. <laughs> it's just because you're a little bit Nah, I'm not talking to <laughs> That's what he's trying to nah, do right now. But yeah, that's something I've been trying to improve, like with the with the bench press, um, and just trying to get stronger at it. So, what yeah. would be a technique that you would give me to so, improve my bench? I drove to Ohio to learn how to bench press. Uh, there's this gym called Westside Barbell. They've put out the strongest people in the world, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So I drove I drove there this past summer. Get up there with the Nick Showman. There's a group of nine of us. Out of I, I put three sixty five. I, I bench. I pressed three sixty five that day. Mm-hmm. That seems like a decent amount of weight. Like that's not yeah, weak or anything. The only person I beat was a girl. They had to do. Nick went up to six seventy five for two reps that day, and mm. I was just like, because I'd, I'd never like I'd seen videos of stuff like that. Like I was sitting there and I was like, oh, my, this is not normal. Mm-hmm. And so biggest thing with them was like. I got I got done pressing and I, and I asked Josh, which kind of coaches Nick. I was like, "Hey, how do I get my bench press up?" He grabs my arm and he goes, "You're too fucking skinny, and you have no upper back." And so I do a lot of dumbbell shrugs now and a lot of tricep work. Mm. It was that easy. So I go from bench pressing two ninety five to three forty five in the last year, just because I've I've been working my triceps and upper back pretty much every day. So that's what gym. you think is key. Triceps so, and upper back. Basically, to get a big bench, you want to have a big back and big triceps. Mm. So let, I'm pretty I, good with pulling. I can't tell you the last time I did a pec fly, any type of something here trying to work my pecs. You don't Isolated. use your pecs to bench. Yeah, you, if I want to get my bench up, I'm going to get this, this, and my upper back. And that's that, that's shoulders? Tricep. Shoulders, no? Class, I feel like upper back. Um, your front delt does have something yeah. to do with it, but if your technique is on point, like, oh, God, there. I need to actually go through that one day. Like, kind of show you're better off showing. Show yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bet. Yeah. Like, I, we'll we'll put a video out for that. That'd be really helpful for a lot yes. of people. Yes. Yeah. Like, people come in all the time, and you get them set up in a bench, and like, are you guys on uh, TikTok? No. Man, I know. One thing is like I've noticed since you guys are into teaching, one minute videos of teaching shit on TikTok. Boom! It's 
it's booming. Like as long as you guys execute, You're the third person to tell us. Look, as long as you look, go on TikTok and 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 look up like fitness stuff. And when you see the people explain, kind of take notes because they straight down to the chase. Like Dang. either they do voiceovers. There's no which, words to waste in that bitch. Right, basically. right. So you do you record all the stuff and do a voiceover. That's what I think is more successful. And you want to add like songs to the background, popular songs, trendy songs that like, that like can, Instagram Reels is trying to basically get out. Right, because right yep. what what's gonna happen is uh, TikTok pushes your video more because that's that song is trending mm-hmm. so keep that in mind put it very so low in the background they, they actually the they actually want want you to use bro music. tiktok is the shit yeah tiktok that's to is where instagram like, and facebook are keep in mind bro shit. like you have you have uh two tabs when you open tiktok you have the following which is the people you follow and you have the for you page the for you is tiktok just suggesting like videos you may like yeah which means that everybody has an opportunity that's the cool part that i feel like tiktok shines over instagram reels because TikTok, anybody can be a regular person and blow up. On Instagram, man, you have to. Uh, you have, have to be like this cloud the, and like. The blue check. Yeah, and it's <laughs> like, yeah, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to TikTok on that side. And I, if you guys want to do like the chest thing, you should do it oh. also on the reels or on the Instagram minute because I feel like that's going to be a minute. But take it right up, Bro, right, right the, to TikTok. Algorithms for reels right now are so much better. Whenever you look at our, like, you go to views of reels or a video. Well, you got oh, it. Instagram is pushing reels hard. Yeah, the only thing I hate about the reels is it's thirty seconds. Because like no. sometimes I'll post a video on on TikTok and then want to transfer it over to Ooh. to reels, and the the message I'm trying to set on that video is short. Mm-hmm. Like it shorts it. You know what I'm saying? So like I got I got to yeah. That's the only thing I don't like. Make make one video for Instagram then. Well, I just talk a lot faster. Okay, here goes. Yeah, TikTok. and one thing too is like because I used to use like because you know when you download a video on uh, TikTok, it has a watermark. So if you post that same video on tic- on Instagram, they're not going to promote it because they're like, fuck you. Like you have yeah, the, you know, it's and it's like haters. But yeah, that that's a good one. That's a good one there. Yeah, yeah we can for sure do that. Yeah. So the program is a two week program that helps like athletes in better performance. Yep. So like, like the like that, that MA perform like our, that two week free program. Um like we're we've been using. So all they got to do is just go to your gym and be like, "I want to try out your free that's program." That's our online stuff. This is all our online stuff. So that's online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you like, guys have like a everything. Yeah, we okay. run everything through an app. Everything gets saved into there. Videos of every single exercise. The entire program is on there. Like it's it's been nice. We use that in the gym too with our kids. Like our athletes come in, they pull up their phone, their workouts ready on there. Blah blah blah. And this is all the go. content that you guys created, like the videos, the how-to videos, is videos that you created. The how-to, we, I want to get where we have it all of us. First, we've been pulling stuff from YouTube. Like, oh, I, I find but you basically put it together for yeah, them. Yeah, you just have to put it in there. Yeah, hell yeah. Mm. That's yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. That's what's up. Um, man, so you are into powerlifting. So what does your nutrition look like? Do you have a plan for that, or what does it look yeah, like? Yeah, so my, my buddy Alfonso with Let's Work, he, he's actually been helping me a lot. So, dude, I, I was sitting at 213, but it was like a bad, bad 213. I was like getting one to three honey buns a day, uh, going through family-sized packs of Oreos. Was this you yeah. bulking? <laughs> yeah, try, trying to gain weight. Trying, trying to bulk, to weight. okay. And so I, I was going to go up to 220 doing that, then I was just going to lose 10 and then go back up and lose. And, dude, I felt so bad. Like I was strong, I was strong as can be. Then I, I pulled six hundred and thirty pounds. So I mean, like that—that that was some good weight. Mm. Wait, what de- uh, deadlift? Deadlift, yeah. But at the same time, I felt terrible. I was taking anywhere from seven hundred milligrams to a thousand milligrams yeah. caffeine a day. Yeah. Just one thing like I've learned functional. is with deadlifts is like I like doing deadlifts, but one thing I've learned oh, with they'll smoke you. 
It's it's uh, like if I'm not a power lifter, I'm not gonna add hella weight to it. Uh-uh. I ain't trying to front. I ain't, like if you're a power lifter, go for it. But for a regular, like just I like to go to the gym to work out, feel good. But it's I like think a two twenty five is good for a normal person. Yeah, yeah. But like if you go over that, like the risk to reward ratio yeah, on the you, deadlifts. If, if you've never been mm-hmm. like sat there and like, hey, do this, this, and this, like. There's so many better options. You can get yeah. like a rack. Pull. The, the, you, can, you can put it in the rack and not lift it as The hex bar, I feel like, feels like a more mm-hmm. natural position for the deadlifts if you're trying to do deadlifts. So, yeah, I, yeah. I keep it light on the deadlifts, but I yes. love doing deadlifts. Everybody forgets, like, you're not a powerlift. You don't have to do exactly. this exercise. You can do another thing that's going to mm-hmm. give you the same, yeah. same type of benefit. Okay. So I, I like that for yeah. sure. So your nutrition right now, you said you at a certain time were bulking like crazy and felt yeah. like shit. Felt terrible. So then we got... Hit up Alfonso, and I was like, dude, I can't get my diet in check. Like, I just don't want to. And he's, we're, sit, we're sitting at the collective and up here in the city, and he's like, bro, you just won't do it. Like, you're just never going to do it. And just said it to me like that, and I was like, man. <laughs> and so very next week, I, I started getting with him, and we figured everything out. Uh, like right now, I'll count my macros. I'll eat the same exact thing every single day. Um, just made it a lot easier doing it that way. Like, I'll wake up, I'll have an egg. Three egg whites, two pieces turkey bacon, two packs of oatmeal, six ounces of Fairlife milk. Like, I just know every single morning. It's just way easier to do that when you're trying to really, like, oh, yeah. Fuck like, it. <laughs> I, I don't, it, that's been easier for me than having to go, like, oh, I got to go to the store right quick and grab some food. Oh, I got to go to Subway and grab me a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's just it's so more money, easier. too. Yeah, you know, if you think so about it, money. you know. The, I think some of the best advice I heard from, I don't know who, but it was like, don't eat. You, you got to learn to just eat to feel yourself, not to as like a pleasure thing. Like, yeah. you're just eating to fucking feel yourself. Whenever I heard that, I was like, nah, like, I'll never get to that. Like, I thought I would never be able to do that. And then you start food doing is it, a, and it's just easy. Like, food oh, is a big okay. part of, like, fun. Like, really. Yeah, you get. Out I, with meals do, do, would you say you get dopamine, too? Hell, right? yeah. Yeah, because it's like, damn, this shit is so good. That's why like, people are obese, because they yeah. fucking stuff their face all day. Just, yeah. And that the double means addicting, man. When you have that like instant, like oh, this shit, this sugar good. rush and shit, yeah, you know. So, I had somebody ask, "Do you guys have somebody that's like really into like the nutrition side of it?" Because I had somebody ask because uh, when I did the live, mm-hmm. they asked like, "How? What's the best way to contain those like three a.m. snacks, those late so, night snacks?" I'm always gonna refer everybody to Alfonso Lopez with Let's Work. Um, He's got, you can follow his Instagram, Let's Work Official. Um, Alfonso? Yeah, I think Alfonso. I got Alfonso, let's work, man. Come up <laughs> here work. and I think, talk wait, some is, uh, nutrition. Did he used to be fat and then he got... Sh- and- yes. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I'm telling you, we got to get our list because, yeah, uh, Cheyenne, shout out to Cheyenne. She recommended, like, hey, have him have on the podcast because his story is crazy. And you know me, I'm terrible with that. I apologize. I'm trying to work with him. I'm like, yeah, bad, bad. But I, I checked this page and I forgot to just, like... You know, write the, write it down and be like, all right. Well, we got regular jobs and shit. That's why sometimes we can't get back to y'all, <laughs> That's man. That's what I'm saying. That's bro. why we it's got like, the little cash app down there now, so exactly, we can man. Uh, give more time to the podcast. Remember, man. <clears throat> sorry, uh, if you're listening to this, you know, you want to make a little donation. You know, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music, it's Half Court Podcast. You'll see the logo when you send that little donation. You know, what I'm saying. So, thank you for that, and uh, we'll continue with the show. But yeah, I think uh, that's what's something we're trying to work on, but. Man, and so like so in that in the gym, you guys basically refer to the nutrition person because personal trainers aren't nutritionists, is what I right. understand. Yeah, that's a whole different like, beast. Here's my job. 
this isn't my job. Okay, refer you to somebody who's good at it. Nice. Oh, you're hurt? Oh, that's not my job. It's a PT. Refer you to here. Because even you go to somebody else yeah. to. Like, coaches need to go see other people. Like, if you think, oh, I can do all this. In, by a, way, myself, in a way, it's like a medical anyway. field. Like, you have somebody that's your general doctor, then you have somebody that works with the nurse, somebody that works with the eye. You know, would, so would you yeah. say um, part of being a good coach is being able to be coached? Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Definitely, man. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I feel like you gotta, um, you gotta be a people's person, learn how to communicate. Cause that's some, um, something that I've noticed with personal trainers. There's certain personal trainers that just get stuck in their ways and they don't want to, or they're not engaged. And it's like, just like oh, you'll God, see God. like do 10 reps and they're doing the 10 reps and you see them. But like, I've seen a couple of people like, I was there was this one chick at Crunch that I wanted to interview her, but I haven't seen her in a minute. Mm-hmm. But she like would be like, "Come on, one more! Come on, yeah, come you on!" Should one be looking more. at every rep your client is doing. I, I, every I, rep, I every for, form, talking to them like, "Great job!" You, you know, especially what I'm if they're getting waxed like a gold's yeah, gym. Yeah, so yeah, me as a personal trainer, like I'd be like, "Damn, this person's literally choosing me to be their personal trainer." That means they saw something that they you know they want and, my uh, services and shit. I like that. You know. I think, um, I mean, when people go in there, it's maybe different with athletes, but when they go into a gym looking for a personal trainer, they're already in a really vulnerable place. They're trying to get better. So it's, yeah, man, trainers, don't be fucking assholes. <laughs> I like that. That's good. So what what has been one of your biggest challenge when it comes to, like, training athletes? Like, Oh, whenever you, basically trying to convince coaches that I know what I'm talking about. That would probably be the hardest part. Convincing like coaches. coaches like let me work with your kids. Here's mm. why. Here's numbers. People don't care about numbers. Yeah, it's who. You so know, do you? You, you have know, to. You have know. to talk to the coaches because you pretty much goes to the schools and like. That's one way we do it. Um, we also reach out to kids, and, and it it cracks me up sometimes. Like we'll reach out to a kid, and they're just like, "No, nah, I'm good." Like, like what are you talking about? Whenever I was in high school, like I would have killed to have this. Like. Mm-hmm. You just don't have opportunities. Why out do you think that is? They, they just don't. They just don't want it. They, man, they don't want to be great. They're just like, ah, oh, like I'm. But huh. it just depends on how you pitch it to them, though. I feel like that. Yeah, sell that's it. You one. Gotta sell it. Yeah, you got to sell it, you know, because you got to keep in mind these are kids. You know, they all they want to do is play Xbox and like munch on some chips and you know, Watch so some you Pornhub and <laughs> so you got to keep in mind like you got to sell it, you know, so. I mean, I feel like content is one, you know, if you guys keep putting content out there and, like, people do testimonials of, like, college athletes. Because it might be, you know, their friend that they see, like, oh, shit, you know, the, the homie was on the, you know, main athletic. And, like, shit, he, damn, he's, I seen them killing it. So I want to be a part yeah. of it, you know. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's yeah, that. Yeah, the content, I think, is big because that's whenever you hit me up to get on the podcast, that's the first thing I looked at. And that's why I was like, hell, yeah. Yeah, because it looks like you're actually putting effort, and that's like, one thing exactly. So, like, you know, you got to keep in mind when you reach out to us, we, we're looking for the content. You know, you have to have something to back up. Like, regardless of whatever you are, like, have some content to back it up because it's like we we want to have something. We want to do our own research. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, if, if you, you only have, have fucking three pictures of you that you took with your Android, we can't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, we can't. Like, you know, like you got to be making some some type of noise. So that's big, and like. Yeah, man. Where, where I, would you say most of the people y'all have on the podcast are from? Like, right up here in the city, right? Most? I would say a lot of the beginning ones, it was mm-hmm. people that I had built relationships with 
just doing video shit or like networking at events and then eventually it was like shout out to them man that's it's crazy to just oh the guy that uh jay paulo he did our logo so it was like relationships that yeah i had barbers that i had already mr della tapes right over here man he was one of the first ones episode five First sponsor. Uh, Dougie. That's how you Dougie, found out yeah. about us. Through yeah. Dougie. Episode so, three. That's what I was saying. I bro. met Dougie shooting events. Like we were doing the, uh, the con- well, he threw, I think, a Mozzie show. That was actually the first show that I took pictures of, like right there in the, you know, in the pit with all the photographers yeah. and shit. So it was really just relationships that were built. And then just after that, people were like, oh, I want to say my story. And then it just. I think it can go forever. Shit, everybody can tell their story. Yep, yep. Like giving people a voice, it's nice. Yes, man. And uh, like it, it all goes back to like the experience. You know, like when people come here and like they sit in the chair, it's like they the experience. You know, like it's 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 very overwhelming. And that's that was my thing. Like I got on y'all's YouTube and like was looking at everything, and I was like, dang, like that's nice. Like because this this is one of the things we're trying to get going now is like. We started branching out to YouTube. Now we've got to try to start getting podcast stuff going. Um, one thing, too, you guys should do is uh, I was telling my guy Izzy is uh, he had a, uh, he did a live with like a lot of the big names in the city. And that that shit was epic because it's like mm-hmm. the unity that everybody showed, the love that everybody showed with each other was awesome. So I was like, bro, you can take that to the next level with Clubhouse. Clubhouse is new. It's underrated. So pretty much is a, a platform voice only. Right. Yeah. So you can be like. I'm going to have five people in the room and you're going to be chatting back and forth. It's just audio. It's an audio platform. Can so you, you record it? I'm not a hundred percent sure. Cause I'm Cause still man, trying to, I'm still trying that to, that sounds like too much work for, it's, for, it's easy to just be do some free shit. Like fuck that. It's easy, bro. It's like literally from here, you guys talk, but it takes like time a though, you got to organize it and you got to go in there and then for what? You don't even get to no. replay that. Well, like people, and you're like, not making money off of it. Like it's just for well, fun. It's the the when I get on a chat room is I get on with videographers and creators like YouTubers I follow, so I get to hear what they do to get better at this or get better at that. So I learn, you know what I'm saying? Like right now, you got to keep in mind it's a new app. Like when Snapchat came out, bro, like you couldn't even send stories. You couldn't even do stories. It was like you send somebody a picture and that's it. No video, no nothing. It was picture to picture. So you got to let the app evolve. And become better. The more people get on, the more they can be like, "How can we innovate? How can I'm not we?" Not doing no clubhouse, <laughs> boy. You stop it, stop it. But yeah, that's a good thing. You want, you might want to tap in because right now it's a new thing. It's underrated, and I'm telling you, I'm saying it right now. Clubhouse is gonna go up. It's gonna blow up. Like it is because it's something. It's different. It's different. It's too much shit to me, man. I think it's like YouTube okay, clubhouse. Grandpa. Fucking okay, grandpa. Stay behind. I'll stay, do the stay, YouTube and the stay, Instagram, and then stay. that's it. You can do the other shit. A- a- I got like it. 20 years from now, AV's it's, like, nah, YouTube and Instagram. Yeah, it's, for real. Like, you know, I, I, want, I'm I still gonna, got my iPhone I, I'm going to be that old <laughs> motherfucker that's hiring young people. That just, just, I'll, just, I'll pay you a salary to you, you figure that Eventually, out. I want to get to that, too. Fuck, trust me. Man, that's too much. But you got to, I feel like you also got to keep up. as what, what Chop said, man. I'm going to lose my mental mind trying to fucking get this shit going. <laughs> it's like, uh, Chop would say, like, he keeps the young people around him so that way he can stay up to par with what's going on with the younger youth yeah because i mean i personally think it's impossible to keep up with all that shit like 
It is. That's why I had to dim it down. Let's uh, shout out to Saul because you're doing stocks, Clubhouse, TikTok, YouTube, <laughs> fucking. Saul said this to me, man, because I was like, I, I I had the vlogs going on for myself. Smoke a fucking blunt, Darwin. <laughs> I had Chill the out. vlogs, bro, and then I wanted to get into the TikTok scene, so I'm busting my head like, what can I do for TikTok? Because I also want to do fitness bro, this content. Sounds like me sitting at the house, like. But look at this. Oh, so, no. so. I'm chatting with Saul, and he was like, bro, I feel like you should focus on one thing, right? Because if you keep in mind, like, Elon Musk, when he started his shit, the only way he became big was he focused on one thing, which was Tesla. Mark Zuckerberg, Tesla. You know, you got Apple, you, Tim Cook, Steve Jobs. They focused on one thing. And then once you get that thing, one thing popping, then you yeah. can kind of branch out. So Saul. I was like, shout out to my guy, Saul. Saul. That's the, all I needed to Saul hear. Saul with the mental jewels. Yeah. So I was like, shout out to my guy. And that stuck to me. And that stuck to me. And like, I was like, the half core podcast is my focus. Don't get me wrong. I think it's good to be well rounded and kind of know a little bit about shit. That way you're not right. clueless and like, right. but, but it, fuck. Exactly. Man. But you tap into the other things, but just a little bit. Don't put too much energy because that's going to distract you from the main source. And like having a team, like you have six people, that's that maybe, that's big. you know, you can have one motherfucker in Clubhouse, one guy on TikTok, one guy that's better than. Because, yep. exactly. man, dude. Eventually, that's what we want to do. I feel like at this point, man. As soon as we get a bag, I'm getting, I'm hiring an editor on the spot, like uh, intern, uh, an intern, man. But but we're not gonna just make you go get coffee and shit. We're gonna, yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, it's all respect because I re- just, I'm an editor myself. We do the post production yeah, yeah. and shit. I can't believe I, I was uh, watching an interview with the guy that worked for Vlad TV. He was getting paid two hundred dollars a week, working forty hour weeks just to write. Uh, things for Vlad TV just because it was so cool to work for Vlad TV. Like, oh, they said, get that- the experience <laughs> and bounce. Get yeah, the experience and bounce because, uh, nah. Fuck, bro, $200. Like, if I get an editor week. and I'm making a bag, I'm going to treat him right, bro. Like, I'm yeah. going to treat him right. He's the one like, making your content. What exactly. The fuck? Like, <laughs> it's time consuming. Like, that'll save me fucking probably like 20, 24 hours a week or more. You know what I'm saying? Because editing is a bitch. Like, it's time consuming, you know? We just started messing around. Like, we're trying to, like, we've got Isaiah, like, he's been putting up some pictures for us, and, like, it looks, like, professional. Bro, it's off an iPhone, and it's in Lightroom edited. Yeah, that's and all you need, got, though. Like, yeah, like that, and then if you can learn how to use iMovie. So easy at the start. Like, mm-hmm. y'all probably use a lot of different stuff. Editing, all we have at yeah. this point, we're learning how to use iMovie. We're going to get really, really good with knowing how to use that. Then we'll try to figure yeah. out something else. Exactly. See, you have already the good mentality of, like, work with what you got. You know, sometimes when I started this whole stuff, bro, I almost went bankrupt because I was like, hell yeah, trying to buy this. I need to buy that. I need to buy that. And I was like, nah, I need to stop work with what I got. And that's it stuck to me. And it's like it's been like that. Like, all right, we work with what we got and it's been working. So why making it grow? Yeah, exactly. So eventually, you know, because I see YouTube people that have made like hit million of subscribers and they're still using iMovie. Yeah. Like. That shit, I think, is the content that matters. It's not necessarily the, it's what the emotions that are are coming through the lens. Not necessarily. It does. I mean, it does make it better if you have a slider and all that other yeah. shit. But <laughs> yeah, if if, if you're yeah. whack, you're whack. Yeah, it's all creativity at this point, man. So, man, I'm excited to see you guys, your growth, and like, and on this new location, you guys been for how long now? Oh, uh, we got in there January, so. What are we? Been in there a little over a month. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, so this is like recent. Oh, How man. are you guys driving people in? Talk about that a little bit. So, man, it's it, really a lot of it's personal right now. Like, we have we'll have like an athlete, and then 
hey, do any of your friends, you know any of your friends, like, on your team, that like, this would help them. And so they might, like, hit one of them up, and they come over, and they're like, dang, this is really good. They never leave. Then do mm. the same thing with another kid. Kind of like a, the day pass uh, type Kinda, thing. Yeah. Like, that, that, that's one way. And then another way, like, there's, like, some special athletes. Like, there's a – one of our girls is going to run track at OSU. She's from Weatherford, uh, which is about 15 minutes away. We've got about a 40-mile radius that kids will drive to and drive back from. Mm. And so I, I noticed she had committed to OSU, and I was like, dang, I could really help her. And so instead of sitting there, I, I just got done reading to go give her. And it's like all I'm thinking is like, oh, I got to go help people. I got to go help people. I got to go help people. And so I see that, and I'm like, dang, I got to get her in here. Like I can help her like really do something at OSU. Reached out to her and her parents, and she was there. So that, that's another way that we'll do like there's some kids like I'll reach out to personally. Mm-hmm. Other times like I'll hit up some kids be like, hey, you got any friends, yada, yada, just – when you know you have something that's going to help somebody, like to keep that to yourself, that's just selfish. Like, right. if you know if you know your stuff and you know it's going to help somebody, like you need to be giving that mm-hmm. to somebody. Yeah, that's, that's. I think that's like um, what life is about. Like, hopefully, whatever you're able to do can help other people too. Or else, like, what the fuck is the purpose yeah. of existence? Like, you're yeah. just. Yeah, I feel like I don't know, man. It's all this is crazy because it's like you're helping a lot of kids, you know. And maybe that's their escapism. Like, they look forward to doing these trainings and getting better. And, like, the only way they see to get out of the situation or hood or whatever is, like, sports, you know. So, like, that's a good that's a good cause, man. Salute yeah. to you, man. And, like, even what you've been through, bro, like, you're doing a good cause at the end of the day. So, it's, like, that's that's amazing, man. Have you shot a video already on, like, your story and stuff? That'd be dope, man. Done what? A video on, like, your story, like, how... Basically, what well, you just told us, it'd be tight to put no, in a little. We need to. Yeah, yeah, we got to do uh, maybe like hitting the streets. Uh, you know, I think that'd be cool. Where like it's in your town and you talk, yeah. you know. See, and that's the other thing we, we want to like, we want to like, it's just a matter of time. I know it's just a matter of time, but like once we make this full, like full time, we do, we're doing this full time. Like we can go and do what we want. Like well, what so. are y'all doing the day right now? Like y'all said y'all both work other jobs too. Yeah, so, yeah, I work at a retail store at Verizon, mm-hmm. so uh, it's part-time, yep. but sometimes it feels like full-time. <laughs> but, uh, so, we were constantly, like, managing, and then AV over here works at with his dad at Vice Carpentry. We made uh, cabinets, we built this thing right here, we do kitchens, all kinds of stuff. I respect so, that, y'all are really, like, yeah, y'all so, are, like, really doing it, like, hustle like you got to do estimates you got the program design the programs you got yeah, so got to like i'm designing kitchens during so the yeah day and then i got to be on the sales you know make sure clients and, and gets, y'all are still so, putting out exactly and bad, we and that's the content. crazy part like 63 eight weeks without missing an upload and it's just been Damn. like like as I, I like i was saying like we prioritize this just as our job like it's our job but it's something we love to do so in a way it kind of don't feel like a job, but... I like, mean, like, really, when we got the office and everything, like, up to right now, we've been putting out of pocket. That's why we're uh, we're thinking about it. And like, man, let's throw that Cash App little thing at the bottom. Because we're feeling bad for the longest for, like, doing sponsors and shit. But now it's like, damn, we haven't missed this episode. And and, so, and, and that's what I, like, because it, we, yeah, AV was like, man, I don't know. And we're not forcing anybody. Exactly. You know, if you want to donate. You and I'm like, bro, like, people like to donate. When they find value in something, like, creator or, you know, like, I found myself donating, like, oh, yeah. to creators and shit. Like, and shout like, out yeah. to Star, man, because I, I watch a lot of, uh, it's called the Star Report. And it's this old dude, older dude that was on, the, on the radio back in the day. And he actually started this format. 
which Joe Budden took now for his podcast. For and, real? Yeah. Uh, but he started it. Like, I guess PayPal even canceled his account at some point because he was getting like $3 from Georgia, uh, $5 from fucking... <laughs> Hey, so, so they kind of, yeah, he's like, I, I, I took this girl out to eat, ran my shit, and it's, it's canceled. <laughs> <laughs> but see, I feel like people like donate to him because it's like, man, this guy is entertaining. He makes yeah. my day better. So here goes. Yeah. So if we, we provide value, you know, I feel like people are just, it's going to be effortless effort, you know, to yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. all right, let me go and donate. But once we get to the point, like, we want to come out with a series, uh, we, we don't know yet what we're going to call it, but it's going to, uh, for now, we're running with hitting the streets with HCP. Half court like podcast. That. So what that is going to consist of is like we go to your, for example, your location, and we record. We do like a mini doc yeah. where we record the kids training, and then like I don't you know talking if you've seen about like Vice or yeah, on some, stories, something like, like that. Stuff, like so that. something similar to that. Uh, we did something. We got we kind of got a taste. We did one with Chop that season, and then everybody kept like, great. like doing this is fun, but it kind of has gotten to the point where we've done it so many times that it's like, fuck man, we got to do something else, else too. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. to scale it. Yeah. Scale it. Cause that would bring more content to the channel. So it's like, that's cool. Like we had fun doing that one. Like everybody was like, damn, that kind of felt like MTV cribs and shit. Like, you know, we, did everything in like the high quality. It looks legit. Like it really looks legit. So really, I mean, it's do. crazy, man. Because it, it, all this shit is like, like with you, it sounded impossible. Mm-hmm. But then as you start doing it, it's like, nah, man. It's you just it's, gotta start. It's doable. Yeah. You just gotta keep going. Did you ever had a doubt? Like when you started, you're like, is this gonna work? Oh, every day. So all, all my the the first month we had our facility, I had enough money that month to pay my bills, and that was it. Um. Mm. I've lived, as we've made more money, I've put more into the gym. Made more money, put more into the gym. So you put back, right? Well, my, my savings right now is basically zero because every time we've made something, it it's just like uh, Phil Knight with Nike. Like, he kept saying he, he banks were always on him and stuff because he was putting money right back into the business. Mm-hmm. I'll do the same exact thing until yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Now now let's let's chill, chill back a little bit. That scares my business partner, but uh, – I mean, we haven't failed yet. We've yeah. had 100% growth two years in a row. So I'd like to do it one more year, another year after that, just learning more and more as we go. I think the biggest thing we did this year, uh, I don't know. Did y'all see that trip we did to Atlanta? We put it up on YouTube. Oh, my I haven't gosh. Checked. Bro, that was. I just checked the Instagram. You guys got a YouTube and all yes, that good jazz? Bro, oh, sure. I got to tap in. I got to tap in. Cope Films, he's the Swasu editor. That's who he took with us, too. Yeah. He helps us out quite a bit. And, uh, Take him with us, gets back. We kind of logged it, and we basically gave out a whole lot of information. Like, we traveled to Atlanta to a facility, like a, a strength, strength training facility, to learn some stuff from that dude. Basically interviewed him, got to record a bunch of stuff with his athletes from that day when we brought it back to our place, and now it goes out on our online programs, and it goes in our gym. We're doing one trip every single month for this whole year. So we did Indianapolis in January. Uh, February was Atlanta. March is Cincinnati. April, mm. I think we're going to go to Sacramento. Mm-hmm. I don't know for the rest of the year. Uh, we're just like two months out. We try to have it scheduled. On tour. Yeah. On mm-hmm. tour. That's what's yeah, up, man. Y'all trying stay. to record all of yeah. it and give it to people. Like I said, the more we can help, the more value you can give somebody, the more you can make and it. And, bro, it all that stuff, you're uh, right now it may seem like, oh, we're just getting a bunch of uh, content and uh, we're not doing much with it yet. But it's going to come a time where you have all that shit. Like my homie Gustavo, he's a barber. And he's been for basically the whole time we were in barber school. This motherfucker's going to Philadelphia. He's going to New York. He's going to seminar over here, seminar over there, spending 
thousands of dollars on classes, but he's filming all this shit. So now he has like content off the ass for days, bro. Like he came to me, he has a fucking hard drive, and he's like, bro. Let's do something with this shit. So Dang. the barber lifestyle, baby, you know, bro. Talk to us about that, brother. Talk to us about yeah, that. Yeah. So the barber lifestyle, basically, it's a it's a whole nother, uh, it just for the barber community. So they can that's young, a, that's a young dude wants to become a barber. They're gonna learn how to pass their state board exam, how to open a barber shop, how to basically become a barber. Like that's another uh, area I find that's a good niche too, because I don't see anybody doing like putting. Like the game. real shit. Like, there's a lot of facade barbers that like are just showing the showing the cuts, and it's cool. Like that's cool, but like somebody giving the insights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there, I don't, I don't see anybody. So yeah, I think so that, that's basically that's a good opportunity, right really, there. Really, man, a network is what it comes down to. Building a network is like my dream. To where, like, let's say you turn the TV on, and then at nine in the morning or eight in the morning, you have uh, Austin here. Doing some shit, you know, his show yeah. in the morning. And then Half Court Podcast comes on, and that'd be crazy. Like, just the whole... That's That's been kind of a cool thing with us, too. Like, so, uh, taking these trips. Like, the summer we went to Ohio and Michigan. And that was before I'd ever thought, like, hey, let's document this, and let's, let's like, give the stuff back to people. Um, I'd gone up there. I, we drive every single time. We don't have money to fly. Mm-hmm. Like... Yeah, the the company's gonna pay six kids to go mm-hmm. fly. We don't have that money, so. Uh, but we're up there and on, on the Ohio Michigan trip, and it's just like, like I, I had never thought to record it and everything. We get to January, I'm like, dang, we got to start this. Like, I really think that can be something. Like, nobody's. I, I don't know of anybody else that's done it. I think it's gonna be huge for like network. Like, like you're saying, like turn on the TV and this and that. Like, you guys uh, got business cards? No, see? I see. And, something I, and I never that, thought to do it because I was like, ah, oh, we're past that now. No, there's still... I mean, well, but it, and then now they have those little... They have a bracelet. My yeah, a bracelet. bro. Oh, man, I don't got my wallet with me. And I think that's the yeah. move because if you... I mean, you don't want to give Look, your phone to somebody so they can type it in now with um, the whole COVID shit. Or? It's, it's like I have business cards. I carry them with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the, the card that you just tap it on the phone. But because you're going you're gonna to find yourself with all kinds of generations. So if you bump into a grocery store with the parent, yep. right, they don't want to type it. I don't got Instagram. I don't got this. You'll be like, all right, here's a business card, right? Yeah. You tap in with one of us, then you can just tap it with the card. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yep. You know? So it's like, you got to be prepared. So I feel like business cards still are a thing because there's still people that are old school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and it's crazy. Cause like, uh, two, what was it? A year ago when we started this, we we're going to go to South by Southwest and that, I'm glad that we didn't because we we didn't have shit, bro. We would have been over there like what was it like episode four, barely episode was, four. Well, we didn't we know had, what the we fuck. had Dougie episode two, and that's when we talked about it. So was Dougie two? Yeah, I always thought it was three. Was it? I don't know. Okay, yeah. So it, 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 we wouldn't have been ready. We wouldn't have had uh, business cards or. Like where, yeah. where do we follow you? Oh shit! Uh, we barely yeah. had. We didn't even have a logo. Yeah, like we didn't have, we didn't a, have logo. a logo. But uh, the thing, like moral of that story is like, just start. Don't wait for a fucking logo. Don't wait for all this equipment. Don't wait for like just start. Because if you um, if you're like for example with you guys that you're getting all this content, like I said, you may not know that you're gonna use it, but it's there. So you never know. That might be an ebook in a year from now. Or yeah, some exactly. Shit. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, I, I thought one thing that was cool was, like, that gym that we went to in Atlanta. That that dude was one of the guys I listened to on his podcast, like, learn a lot of stuff from him. And then it's like, you go from that to, like, you know, three years later, two, two three years later, you're down there and you're, like, sitting there in person with him, like, talking, like, like real stuff. Like, 
hey, this is what I've seen. What have you seen? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, just that having that communication was, it, it was kind of one of those like moments where it's like, boom, like, like, dang, like at one point I was really just thinking, hey, this would be cool. Man, and here I, we are years later, like we're doing. Yeah, it. I truly believe that this is the generation that's going to make more millionaires, you know, because we have the internet, we have the, All these young motherfuckers the believing in manifestation no, and the knowledge to, to do what you want to not follow a system. So it's like, I do believe if you stick to your guns and you go to what you want to do and have the patience more important than anything, the sky is the limit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, we're seeing that. We're seeing that with the youngsters out here. We're seeing that with you guys. We're seeing that with the artists. You know, it's just a matter of time. Like, I mean, yeah. you're, uh, you said 23? 23, yeah. Yeah, bro. So you're and your crew is also way ahead of yeah. anywhere from 21 to 23. So you guys are ahead. You know what I'm saying? You guys are ahead. And that's sub one thing that we talked about, too. Shit, at 23, seven. I was working front desk at a gym. You own a whole fucking gym. <laughs> For real, bro. That's yeah, the... it's urgency, man, because we always wanted to. Like me, like it was the same thing. Like having if I had more urgency, mm-hmm. then I would have like we would have been probably at a different scale. But it's it's always like good to still go for it you know what i'm saying right. no matter what if you're 40 50 like fuck it go for it you know what i'm saying because having regret to be like damn i wish i would have done that that's probably the worst thing you can ever experience or go through like yeah. fuck i wish i would have talked to this girl fuck i wish i would have just say fuck this guy this manager dickhead and went and done my <laughs> shit you know what i'm saying so yeah that's yeah i'm i'm excited what man. is uh, a piece of advice that you would give somebody that's trying to do what you're doing oh man I think we've already said it, man. Just start. Like, uh, I think I never, I had never thought it like to, to really do what I do now. I literally was just around it. I coached CrossFit and competed in CrossFit stuff. And then just CrossFit. That's where I started with CrossFit. (laughs) Started. So from CrossFit athletics. So from football to CrossFit. So that's what you would play uh, football. Mm -hmm. That's the sport you played. Okay. Yeah. Football to CrossFit to athletics and now my for myself powerlifting so um i guess like what would be the the number one key like uh education being in the gym like uh in in the gym you've got to be in there trying stuff like the only way you're going to learn it is if you put yourself through it like uh i tore my hamstring a few months back i was squatting 655 pounds went to come off the box heard pop and that's been a fun one to try to recover from. So. See, I'm more mindful. I don't know if it's because I'm older and shit. And obviously, yeah. uh, powerlifting is not my thing. I do want to squat a little bit more. Um, but, man, I always keep in mind, like, damn. I'm, let's say I do 315. I'm like, damn, that's on my spine. 315 mm-hmm. is on my spine right now. So yep. you have to be very careful. But it's like, man. Like, if I look at you, bro, to be honest, like, I don't think you can lift. Like, if I look at you right now, I'll be like, damn, bro, yeah. like, 600, you said? Yeah. Fuck. Darwin's hating. Pay attention. No, no, no. He, no, no. <laughs> Why is everybody? Get, everybody's hate. There's so much. Hate no, bro. I'm everybody. giving you a compliment because, like, he bro, told me I'm fat and I should be able to be lifting what I lived, and now he's telling you you don't look like you. Come on, Darwin. Nah, <laughs> I didn't mean you, idiot. <laughs> but now nah, you was you strong, bro. Like I give that to you, you strong, because like it's. 600 is a lot, bro. Like, shit, that's like... Bro, you could grab somebody and snap them in fucking half. For I mean, real, like... If you were... I mean, if you really got mean like that, that's... Yeah, bro, like... That's what my homie tells me. me and do like... Bro, I'm barely fucking 170, bro. Like, shit, like... 600, like... A buck fuck. 70. And what you... What what can you deadlift? How much? Uh, my best is a 630. <sighs> Man, that's a lot. See, that's a yeah. lot, like... Yeah, yeah. I had... 
some of the kids at the gym the other day were like, no, you never did that. And I was like, dude, it's on the Instagram. Like, it's on my personal page. Yeah, yeah there like you they go. they pull it up in the gym. Because, like, yeah, oh. you, uh, that's one. If you didn't film it, it, it didn't happen. Oh, yeah, it didn't happen. Right, it's right. Filmed, it Where's the source? Yeah. Uh, there you go, Instagram. You got uh, to. You got yeah. to film it. So, man, uh, man you're, you're super young. So, if you had to go back five years, like, what would you tell yourself? Oh, man, I would have got out sooner. I would have started to meet more people faster. Yeah. I think I, think I held myself Were you the shy person? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, like, I, I was a quarterback in high school, like, everybody knew me, that kind of thing, but, like, dude, I didn't talk to anybody. Mm. Everybody thought I was, like, mad at people, I was just, mm-hmm. like, no, I was just shy, like, I didn't. In your corner, like, just yeah, minding like your I business. Yeah. And then, so. man, I would say, too, with the whole fitness stuff, you have to really be careful when you do decide to come out and, like, speak and, and shit, because it's, like, such a. Well, everybody think they know. Like, well, yeah, that's what I'm that's saying, a, so you have to yeah. really know your shit, because. Mm-hmm. What you tell somebody could potentially really hurt them, or really, help or you get the smart asses really being like, "Oh, that doesn't uh, that doesn't work that way," or this or yeah, that. Yeah, like, so I guess it's understandable that you didn't like. Maybe maybe you didn't feel prepared to come out and. Yeah, yeah. There's certain like there were certain people. One said eggs are good for you, and then there was the other person, fitness like, person, oh, that it's said bad. it's bad. I'm like, so like did you what? say that again? There was a. A fitness person that obviously was saying, like, eggs are good for you, protein, this and that. And then there was the other person, like, fitness that said eggs were terrible. terrible. Like, they do damage to you and this and that. I'm like... It's almost like, how do you cycle through the bullshit? Like Exactly. Well, I would say by doing your own research, Mm -hmm. which is what people don't want to do. Yeah, they want the answers. They just want to They just want to Google it. They don't have to do a... What is it? MLA shit. MLA format, I think. Yeah, so start sooner, you would say. Start sooner. Yeah. Get out and start meeting more people. Be like, dude, y- y'all probably seen it too. Like whenever y'all first started, it was just like, yeah, it's a cool idea. And like, as you start to get like one thing happens and another thing happens and another, it's just like, dang, like this is really going to be something mm-hmm. like, because the sooner you start, the sooner you're going to hit that. And the sooner you hit that is whenever you really, I feel well, like you're, you yeah. take off. You're, you're a like, day you're closer. There. You yeah. start to figure it out. You're, you have good intentions too. Like what you're doing is good. It's not hurting anybody. It's helping people. So. I, that's probably another reason why you're successful at a young age, man. That's I feel like in a couple of years you can even write a book, bro. Your story's crazy. Wait for a one. So what, or whenever you want. Uh, we do have. We, Will you just, write one? You said. Yeah, we already have it. It's oh, just an shit. ebook. It's a downloadable oh. ebook. So oh. we got. What's the name of it? Uh, it was one we did for our athletes. It's like conjugate programming for athletes. But does uh, it talk about your story? No, I know. We need See to that, that you you can do one for you. Like I, I feel like eventually you could because your story is pretty crazy, man. Yeah. Like who are some uh, top influencers that you have uh, took some knowledge from and applied it? Uh, Louis Simmons of Westside Barbell. Nick Showman was huge with business and relationships for me. Uh, Mark Deshine, another guy, business. He's down in El Paso. These are like people that we've just gotten to see or like people I just know personally. Um, so these aren't people that are like YouTubers or they are too like, influ- uh, influencers. Yeah, so I, uh, I'm trying so to think. pay attention, guys. Ele- Elevate is- Gym, um, that's Mark Desheen. They put out a lot of good content. There, he went to he worked for a graphic design company, and now he owns a gym. Like that's why their stuff looks so good. Nice. Uh, Matt Winning, he's a really big one on Instagram that's helped quite a bit. Louis Simmons Westside Barbell, you can find them all over the place. Um, shoot. Mark Bell, I don't know if y'all mark Mark Bell, the slingshots, those things people put on the bench press with. Yeah. Mm. That's Mark Bell. He invented those. He's a really good one. Dude, they have tons. He's got tons of helpful videos. Like, 
At one point, he was a 300-something pound dude, like, just fat and sloppy, and now he's, like, 220. He competed in a bodybuilding show. Yeah, like, man. Props to the people, ton, tons, man. Tons of information. From Props man. to the people that, like, are overweight and can, like, get in shape because that's, that's harder than, like, a hard gainer like myself. I used to be, like, when I started to lift, I was at 130. Because oh, it's dang. embarrassing, so, man. Like, whenever you fucking can't even so run. Yeah. Like, salute. And it's hard both ways, but I feel like it's more challenging when you're, like, overweight. Because I was skinny. I was like, I don't give a fuck. It, like, hurts the ego a little more. Like, yeah. whenever you can't. You I was just, like, I was skinny, bro. I was looking at these big motherfuckers. I'm like, I want to be, I want to get to that level and shit. But I was like, didn't know what the fuck I was doing, but I was out there. So it was a little bit easier. But it's, it's still tough, like, both ways. Because it's, like, the mental thing, like, being like, shit. Like, how am I going to go in here and, like, you know. Do, now, are you guys uh, also training regular people that are just trying to lose weight and shit? Yeah, or you guys so are... we actually do a little bit of that, too. Uh, we do it, like, at our gym, we have this thing called Freedom. Um, that's our class with, like, our adults, just, like, general population and stuff. And then online, like, we do that MA Physique program. Those are both just, like, for everyday type of people. Mm. And your facility, can you uh, kind of give us a, a tour of it, if you could? Like, what, it, what do you have there? And Yeah, so... You don't walk in and see, like, machines everywhere. Like, we, we do have some machines, but they're, like, very special purposes. You won't see them anywhere else. Like, we have a reverse hyper machine, a belt squat machine. All the bars we have, you're not going to see it everywhere, like a regular, you know, anytime fitness, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, it's Everything we have is a very, very specific purpose. You'll see some squat racks. You'll see this thing called a monolift. Again, you won't see it anywhere. Mm-hmm. There's, how could you say we modeled it? Like, if you see any powerlifting gym, Westside Barbell is a really good one to just look, like, what does that look like? Brew house barbell up here in the city too. Like yeah. anything on their Instagram, you can tell that's kind of how our facility is laid too. Hell yeah. So do you guys do like memberships? Or how does our kind of like, how do you guys keep the, the lights on? So we have like our athletes, it's like a, I don't know if you call it a membership. Like they, they have a monthly fee Our adults have a monthly fee. Our online programs, I think, are like 20, 25 bucks. It's another monthly fee. No contract or anything. It's no. just like if, if you don't want to be there, that's fine. Like, I don't, I hate that about gyms. Like, oh, here's your cancellation fee. Like, all, all these gyms, like, they depend on people. They depend on 500 people buying a $20 membership and 20 of them showing up. I don't mm-hmm. want that. Like, that's not going to do anything to help anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, I, a- I want you there. Uh, I'm uh, I'm snitching, guys. I'm snitching. Pay attention. <laughs> These gyms just the corporate gyms don't give a fuck. They they literally when I worked for Gold's, like the when corporate would come in town, it'd be some motherfuckers that don't care about fitness. Like all they care about is the cash uh, flow. cash flow and the numbers and shit. So like that would be the difference, I guess, with you and like a corporate is like mm-hmm. you're actually you care about the the results and the really those corporate gyms. Don't and really I'm pretty sure you guys have a community, you know, where you yeah. guys know each other and it's like you build relationships, you know. Absolutely. So that's yeah, that's pretty dope, man. That's what I always tell people because I go to a small gym, too. It's called City Gym. So like uh, sometimes people are like, damn, like, why do they charge that much? Like I'm like, bro, they it's a small gym. It's not no, like the people that go there actually use the gym for like one. They care. They yeah. Want to be there. For it's a corporate like, gym, I'm not paying that much, but for a small local gym, and especially if you know the guy, like, yeah, bro. It's why like, not? That's his, that's his hustle. That's, that's his job. You yeah, know, yeah. fuck. Exactly. It's like when you And go, then we spend money on other shit. That's what gets me is like, 
Like you're tripping over, let's say sixty, eighty bucks. Like, oh, but you're gonna go out and buy that 120, 140, 160 dollar pair of shoes. Like it's yeah. Not just that, bro. What? People go to the fucking bar, and I I've done it. I've gone to the yeah. bar and get ten shots for all my homies, and that's a hundred bucks right there already. Just yeah, it's fucking. like uh, asking for discounts and stuff. Like, do you go to like Target and ask them for a discount when you're buying shit there? Like, oh. no. Then why the fuck you know? Like, why are you asking me for a discount? Like. So, uh, since you're dealing with a lot of uh, students and stuff, are you guys able to, like, get any state funding or any shit like that? Like, no, no? I, I would never want to accept. I guess I just wouldn't want to ever have to deal with that, even if you could. I don't know how to, and I'd, I don't ever think I'd want to deal with it. Because, I mean, like, if, like, let's say you were training the... Like, I want to do what I want to do when I want to do it. Yeah. Like, don't sit there and tell me what to do. Yeah. As soon as they start getting involved, they might have these rules and uh, shit. It's like, oh, so it's like, we need you to do this. Oh, we need you to do yeah. that. Yeah. Sure. Freedom, freedom. More, yeah, more to the people and stuff. So, man, uh, anything else you want to say, bro? Anything you want to ask? Oh, man. I, I got y'all's story. I wanted to figure that out, how y'all knew each other. Uh, I got Did, that from y'all. Okay. Yeah. We said it on, yeah, on yeah, camera. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. Because uh, I, I was curious. I, I was like, dang, are they like us? Like, they just like knew each other. Then the next thing you know, boom. I feel like you have to, bro. Because mm-hmm. I've seen, I've seen, uh, like my my buddy in Dallas with his homie. He started. They started a podcast, but then they met this guy, and then they started a podcast. So it was like probably like four of them. Yeah. And it the, the podcast was doing good, but then there's these indifferences because they don't know each other that good. So that podcast fell. They did like probably four episodes, and they were good. Like I was yeah. like, damn, bro. I even wanted to go down there and be on their podcast and shit. That's there how good no, it was. Uh, like real chemistry, right? So it, like, I when I asked the homie like, what happened to the podcast, he was like, man, the the one of the homies wanted all the spotlight, and the other one wanted this, and then like it just just created this conflict. So they were like, you know what? Fuck the podcast. We're not gonna do it. Uh, so I feel like that's important too. Is just to you know, know your role. No, yeah, know your role, and then like. What did The Rock say? Know your role and shut your mouth. And man. then, like, if the, you're going to go. The Rock or Stone Cold, though, for real? I don't remember which Wait, one it was. The Rock or Stone Get Cold? Get your shit. If you, had, if you had to pick one. If you had to pick one. The oh, rock I thought. Uh, oh, man. That's two legends I, right I, there. I've pulled Stone this, Cold. like, three times. Stone Cold. I've pulled it, like, three times. Stone okay, Cold. You say Stone I'm going to go with Stone Cold. I like The Rock. Oh, dang. I like the rock. It's it's always pretty even. It's like uh, three, uh, yeah, three, Austin three sixteen, bro. Yeah. The, the, the beer and the I, I, that's I did me. The, that's I did, me. I did the beer. I'm the uh, obnoxious. But I also fucking. did. <laughs> but I also did the rock bottom. So I'll boom and like do the rock bottom to my brothers. I broke a, my mom's bed once. Just it, it was always just something about uh, Steve Austin. Okay, so reminded not, me of my grandpa mm-hmm. and you know like it like. Hey, uh, did y'all that, have the little wrestling like little action figure things? I had some. I had you even had the title, some? the the spinning one. Okay, I bought that shit at Walmart. What about you? Did yeah, you I had one? the fucking fake ones that are at Walmart though. Bro, yeah, yeah. yeah. We all did. We all did. I could yeah. never afford the the me real either. replica. I just, I just Bro, like, that. Hey, I would just go on WWE.com and look at them like. <laughs> Like, okay, let, let me give you guys this. Like, Your top five best entrance. Top five. From, let's start from. Under, I'm, uh, I'm going to start. No. start. Under, Undertaker has to be number oh, okay. one. So yeah, yeah, Undertaker yeah. number one, go from there. Undertaker, uh, Eddie, no, well, shit. It's okay. like entrance. Like okay, the entrance. okay, I'm, like, I'm, I'm going to go, go uh, just out of respect, Undertaker has to take number one. Okay. Uh, Eddie Guerrero would be okay. number two for me. Kane would be up there because being live when is the that that shit right there is yeah. intense because he'll 
boom. Yeah. Like, you went to them too. Hell did you yeah. Go? I did not, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. I went to okay. WrestleMania. I grew up in Puerto Rico, bro, so I couldn't. Oh, I got yeah. you. Dang. So. My sister, bro, she was like, because we used to just watch this shit on TV. So, she so your was sister like, was a fan too? Hell yeah. We used to watch this together. Yeah. So she, I remember when I was little, she was like, we're going to go to WrestleMania. Like, that, that's a goal of mine that we're going to. And she made it happen, bro. Like, Dang. So you get to go to. You, you went to WrestleMania? I went to WrestleMania, Man. but it was already when we didn't watch wrestling. We kind of just went for the experience. And, yeah. like, we didn't even know what the Ooh, feud was. Or it was just like, we're going to WrestleMania. That, that was just the thing. Yeah, but yeah. So, uh, Eddie Guerrero, uh, Kane, what else? DX, I, I think I always had. Was okay. I was uh, All right, you already mentioned your five. Triple H. Triple H had to be one, too. Okay. You, you mentioned six, motherfucker. All right, Austin. <laughs> I can't believe you left out John Cena. That hurt. That, man, no. uh, John it, Cena uh, was just. His, his thing, thing was basic. It oh, was cool. His song was, I, I, I gave it to him. He did everything. All right, let me hear your five, bro. So we got John Cena in the mix. I'm, no, uh, no order. No order. No order. Okay. No John order. Cena. We got John Cena in the mix. Definitely gonna have to put DX in the mix. Like DX, they're, okay. They're next level yep, whenever yep. it came to it. DX too. Okay. Oh, I like Ray Mysterio, but his interest wasn't too great. They had three. Uh, da, 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 da. Undertaker, you got to put him in there. Undertaker. You got to. I'm trying to take a throwback. Oh, what's his name? The crazy dude, Mick Foley, maybe. Mick Foley. Yeah. I always yeah when yes. Mick Foley okay. came out just. <laughs> okay. You knew you knew you're about to watch him entertain. All right. Let me. Pick my num- my five. I'm gonna start with the five. Number five, I have uh, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Okay, oh, just because yeah, of the song, like, yeah. I'm just a sexy boy. <laughs> you, everybody and their mama saying that sexy boy. <laughs> like that would be Darwin's fucking favorite. <laughs> so that's five, right? Number four is Triple H. Like I sort of got it. I always had the bottom. I'd be like, I would even pretend I had long hair and shit. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that shit was lit, man. Uh, number three, I would say Ray Mysterio. I just like the booyaka booyaka, and then him jumping out. I, I feel and like he, that. Did he keep yeah. the booyaka booyaka throughout his whole? Most, most. Did, huh? Man, it's it's a tough one. Number two, I, I, I probably have six, man. I'm sorry, but number two, I have Randy Orton. I you always love. Yeah, to that do was that. cool. That, uh, yeah, yeah, stuff came down. Um, Let's see. Number one is obviously the Undertaker, but I'm gonna also add Batista. Yeah, like that shit right there. And then he would jump. I remember doing that shit. He oh. jump on top of the ring like. Boom. And then the the me and my homie would always do the DX thing. Like I would always be Triple H and do this, and he would be like Shawn Michaels and shit. So like that man, it's crazy, man. Like to think that um, the back w- in the day, fucking Jake the Snake. Yeah. Uh, I was watching. Him on the po- uh, Joe Rogan podcast, and he said that he would have to carry that fucking snake everywhere. So uh, it'd be a different snake all the yeah. time, but through the airport, he's like, I'd have to take that fucking snake. So when uh, the wrestlers wanted me to sneak like steroids or drugs and shit for them, I would just take them in there because nobody's gonna check a bag with a big ass fucking snake. <laughs> um, the Undertaker shit, like the way he would disappear and appear, like that shit was impressive. Like when he made I the, imagine that motherfucker just going under the ring, coming out, and like one of the like, most legendary ones was when he uh the fucking lightning hit and then the ring just fucking fell apart. I think Kurt Angle was on uh, on top of the ring. Kurt Angle was a legendary <laughs> one. Kurt. Um, you know, the Undertaker once got burnt. Uh well, you know, the flames when he used to come out, like he got burned once, bro. Well, like, that shit is dangerous, man. It, I don't yes. care. Like, people say the WWE is fake, but the bro. level of entertainers that they have to the risk, uh, they, they really know what they're doing. Hell like, yeah, you have to learn how to like do that. that. Is like that you can't Shawn call Michael's them. brother, or was it Shawn Michaels' brother that died, or his uh, no, Bret Hart's brother? He was uh, his entrance, he was coming in and he uh. 
I guess he was like going from the roof, like into the ring, and that shit slipped off. He fell and died in the mid. That is wicked. Yeah, like you got you can't tell me these people are athletes because they are fucking athlete. Like the amount of They're work hurting and their then, bodies, exactly. And, like and then people get injured, you know, just like doing these high performances and shit. But the Undertaker did get burned. Like the fire, the guy that was under the fire thing works. He miscalculated, so he poof, and he got. Quick flames. That, that too, bro. I and said, he, the crazy part is his chest was like bubbling up and it was like in flames. So he, you see him pouring water. He still finished the match, but he had to go to the hospital after that. He still like, finished. That's he was a like, G. They're, they're off like, in the head. Like, yeah, like, like he oh, was a G. Like, like he was like, I got to finish this shit. So it's almost, yeah, it's kind of sad because so, it's like a, like a human circus. You guys, you guys been to the live performance, right? Yeah. So I've what do they do? A with like, of them. Like, so what, what five, do they do? Six. When, like, let's say Randy Orton does a RKO to fucking Shawn Michaels, right? And, and he, he wins, and it's over. They go to commercials, so it's Shawn Michaels little by little just getting up and walking out of the ring, like, all fucked up. Yeah, they just go to the back, bro. They'll just walk out. And fucking... Well, where do they walk out? They walk out through the hallway where they came in? Through the... Yeah, but they'll go through the side, like, through the... Through, a, like, a shortcut. They don't go through the main entrance, right? Uh, some of them do, bro, because they're not on TV no more. They're fucking right. So they lose, right? And it's like, oh, Randy Orton won. Let's go. We'll be right back. Boom. Yeah, so what happens out. after that? Okay, so you know how they have the uh, the bleachers or whatever. Yeah, and like then the shortcut the stage. They'll go through the little side and then they'll just go to the back. Okay, like, that's yeah. what I was always curious. Like, do they just like they don't go uh, up the whole stage again? Yeah, that's what I was. I was nah, thinking. Just kind of like, go out through the side because uh, pro- the other person's probably getting ready to come out or some shit. Well, man, I, I think the way it is is like kind of like um, did you guys like they produce the news show, so they brought all this shit through headsets. Dude, it's not and even yeah. the same anymore. It's like, not, but I mean, everything changes. Like for maybe the new kids, they might find it cool, but I mean, everything. Because if you guys ever remember, like whenever they would uh, show the outside of it, sometimes it'd be these trailers, white trailers mm-hmm. outside the arena. So inside those white trailers, they have these people that are literally like just looking at monitors and mm-hmm. producing the shows. So. Did you guys ever play the video games? Oh yeah, you had a creature versus Raw, bro. I think two thousand seven or two thousand six was the best one where Triple H was in like the cover. Mm-hmm. SmackDown like, versus Raw. Sm- yeah, SmackDown. Yes. I, I want to say it was 2006 or 2007. Oh, that was the best, bro. Where you created your character. And what I would hate is like, you're over here fighting right for a title. And you think you're going to win that shit. And all of a sudden, a movie scene or a clip oh, scene. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. lose. And you're like, it's How? Just, it's just part of the storyline. It's part of the storyline. I'm like, what? But man, that right there is a big like part of a childhood. I know I used to see on Facebook like the song track uh-huh. of the whole game and it brought me nostalgia like crazy. I'm like, yeah. fuck. Like, I had games uh man. NCAA Football 07. That's like that game was yeah, for me. Like, where I, you, that he, soundtrack, like, like I, it's like ingrained in Like the brain. other day I, I played. <laughs> you spent countless hours in your room just oh, fucking. God. Seasons, dynasties on there. Just when, when I used to hear the GameCube. grinding. <laughs> the GameCube, like when you turn it on, the, the cube rolling, like I, I saw the video of that. I'm like, Wow, that's crazy. Like, we getting old, man. I know. So, which uh, game console would you guys say was the most impactful? Y'all, one of y'all are going to be an Xbox guy. PlayStation 2. PlayStation, PlayStation 2. 2. No, 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 for sure. PS2. Like, the, the thing is, like, with me, it was a roller coaster, right? So, PlayStation had, 2, that's what uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas was on, right? That's yeah. the one that was, like, a thick one, and then later they came. With the, with yeah, the, they always do that now, okay. like... Um, but my thing was a roller coaster. I had the six, the Nintendo sixty four. Is that your first system sixty four? I had the Super Nintendo. Dang. Then I had the sixty four. I started with sixty four. 
Then I had the 64. And then I had the PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2. When I had the Xbox, but then when the 360 came out and the PlayStation 3, I was more inclined for the Xbox. The Xbox took that, man. Let's be 100. But when... But hear me out. But when the PlayStation 4 came out, it just ate the Xbox. Like, so Xbox you're saying that out of the PlayStation 2 and the Xbox, you were going with, you were Xbox. And hmm. then I had a PlayStation 2. With, so, when the 360 came out oh, and the so PS3 okay. came out, I was 360 all the way. Like, 360 took it, bro. Like, no. Why? I don't know why. I, it was just, and it was crazy because the Xbox had like, they had like a manufactured defect with the three, the ring lights. But the Xbox, everybody in their mama had an Xbox, bro. Like, everybody. Bro, 360. I've still, I've still got the PS3. Like, I, I bought it when I was in fourth grade. Mm-hmm. And I still have it, and it still works. And I think also the friends influences, because if you have, like, all your homies that have, like, let's say the PS4, that's what happened. Yeah. PS4, I was like, fuck, I'm going to go back to PS4. So that when, I, when it was time for me to make a decision, I was like, I'm going to go to PS4. And, I mean, right now, if I had to choose, I'm going with the PS5. Do you still have video games? You still? No, nah, I sold it. I sold it. My what about you, do. man? Do you... Uh... I don't play anymore. I've yeah, there's no time. I, I heard... Yeah. Systems, I just don't use them. I heard video games affect your gains. Ever heard anything for about really? that? Make them better or worse? Worse. Oh, because it fucks with your. Uh, I haven't had time. That's nervous why I sold system. It. Like you're, you're like basically, uh, like in sh- getting in shock Dang. and shit like that, yeah. and like you're basically wanting to act, but you're you're not. You're just like your brain is doing it. So, dang, I never I thought know. about that. That's crazy. Yes, yeah, I really could be like that. I don't know. I just yeah, I had to sell it because I'm like I'm not. I have. A, I bought a 360 like a year ago. Just for like your street games, yeah. like your fight night round three and all that good jazz, but I haven't used it. So back to the fitness stuff. Uh, best place to get information and just education for like an up and coming trainer. You know? Up and coming trainer, I'm gonna say power athlete. Power athlete gives a lot of knowledge. They ha- they help them understand how to train athletes and regular people. Like, I knew how to do both from them. So, this is a program or? Theirs was a certification that I went to. But they also have a ton of, like, blogs and, like, free articles, free videos. Like, that's where I started with a bunch of stuff. It was, like, they really helped me a lot. So, So would you say, like, consume as much free content as you can? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then go to the. It's out there. You can learn. You don't. uh, It's out there. I don't even agree with college at this point. Like, yeah, I graduated college. But, like, college is for networking. What did you go to college for? for? Um. I got into physical therapy assistant school mm-hmm. my going into junior year of college and I had just opened the gym and they would need told me I need to be gone for five weeks. So I was like, nah, I'm good. Like I ain't gonna go do it. So I just finished out my exercise science degree, get to senior year, and I was like, ah, I think I'm gonna do PTA again. So I reapplied, got accepted in the program. Day before classes started, I decided to throw all the marbles in on the gym. I was mm. like, all right. So I have exercise science, so I ended up finishing with a health a bachelor's in health science and a bachelor's in uh, or I guess a bachelor's in health and associates mm. in exercise science. That's mm. how I finished with that's, mine. Yeah. So you up. did you did uh, go through the whole thing basically. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what's yeah. up. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Uh, where can they find you on the all the social media platforms, man? Where they so Instagram, we've got at main main underscore athletic underscore performance. On Twitter, we've got main underscore athletic. Um, we've got our website. That's where I'm trying to get all of our traffic to at this point. It's www.mainathleticperformance.com. You need to get in contact with the marketer, man, because mm-hmm. if you target those ads properly, you can gain some traction. Yeah. We don't know shit about that. We've been trying to, but fuck. Dude, there's so much. You don't want to throw your money out and put a yep. random ass ad, so. There's a ton to learn. Look, yeah. 
on uh, we've got our YouTube page too. That's something we're trying to work with quite a bit more now. Uh, it's just MAP prove them wrong. That's our YouTube. So okay, bad, bad man. Um, we already touched on pretty much everything. What you think? How long are we in, man? Hour and twenty six. Uh, 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 I, I know there was more shit that I wanted to talk about. I feel like there's like 10 minutes. <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, that's the crazy like, thing. This thing is a good conversation. This thing is a time this, machine, yeah. bro. Like, if you want time to go by fast, just hop on a podcast. Top and- five uh, exercises that are going to get you right. Just if you're, let's say, at that point where you can't get to the gym, you got to wake up and just do some shit at the house. Like, number one, sprint. But if you haven't ran in a long time, do not just take off down the street. Sprint up a hill. That'll keep you from tearing a hamstring. Okay. That's going to be number one. Number two, push-ups. Number three, pull-ups. Number four, any type of single leg work, like a walking lunge, for example. And then if I had to pick five, we already said pull-ups. Oh, goodness. Those would be the four. I don't even know if I need a fifth. If I could do those four things, that's all I would need. Okay. Jumping squats or some shit. You can maybe? do something like you know, that. Yeah, because we're gonna get a lot of development of on the legs from sprinting. Mm. Like look at look at an Olympic sprinter. Like mm. like you can tell they're like dang like yeah. There's a lot of muscle associated with sprinting. So yeah, them motherfuckers are f- like they got they're all shredded and like. So I need to oh, start goodness. sprinting. Yeah. I, hey, but not down the street. Go up the hill. Up the hill. <laughs> so yeah. up the hill, you think uh, you're it's gonna, more like, beneficial? You're gonna, call, you're gonna call AV next next shit. week. Shit. Bro, I, I tore my hamstring. <laughs> I got if it's up hands. and down the hill, I'm going to be like, I busted my fucking lip going down that <laughs> lip. <laughs> just yeah, go, just like, go up, bro. You go up. One of the things, that, like, whenever we say sprinting, like, a lot of people don't understand this. Like, sprint is, like, run as fast as you can for a short distance, then recover as long as it takes before you can run full speed again. Yeah. Like, rather than just, like, cardio, like, oh, I hopped on, I kind of ran, then I walked, then I ran, then I walked. Like, I mean, like, go as hard as you can. Wait two to three minutes. Go again. <laughs> That's okay. that's what I'm gonna call sprinting. So maybe just like let's say you're going around uh, like early one where it's just a big ass circle. Mm-hmm. Would it be a good idea to just walk and then sprint and then just walk as long as you yeah, can? Dude, and you then, do, so basically you're doing do like do what 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 do they call that? Uh, like the, interval training type okay, stuff. Interval mm-hmm. training. Yeah, that'd mm-hmm. be. A, that, I never thought about that. That'd be a, actually a really good thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. What about for the chicks, man? The chicks that want to get that. Uh, that hump, that, that that hump. Do I got to do it at home? It's all about the ass. Uh, I get to go to the gym this time. Okay, so let's do it for the for the one that uh, her car broke down and she can't go to the gym, and then the one that oh, dang, <laughs> Poor, I, I feel bad for her. Man, hey, well, she's the hey, one that needs it. Up, she's baby. the one that needs hey, it because she go get her, go get her. Ride, <laughs> Take her to the gym with you. Nah, man, I'm not tricking. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm told you I'm red pill, man. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so let's go. Let's go. Our five. If they're stuck at home again, I'm gonna say those same things. Um, the single leg work is going to help grow the glutes. Um, but then we can also throw in, dang, if they'll spend like 10 bucks at, at Walmart and get a band, you mm, can resistant bands and yeah. shit. Yeah. That's going to, let's use the band. Let's do some squats with that. Pay too. attention, ladies. Pay attention. Let's yep. do some squats, like banded squats. It's, uh, yep. they, they all about the ass. It's mm-hmm. all about ass in 2021. That is very true. Yeah. So and we have, what about the, like in the gym? So if in the gym. We're gonna we're gonna squat with weights, free weights. We're not gonna go on the Smith machine and squat in there. We're actually gonna learn how to squat. Um, we're gonna do deadlifts. Pay attention, Planet Fitness. Deadlifts and all its variations to help build hamstrings, build posterior chain, build the ass, everything. Um, we'll do those two. We're gonna do some hip thrusts. You can't leave those out. That actually does work. I was pissed off about it for forever and was like, this is just such a trendy thing. No, there actually is some stuff behind it. 
It's like mm. putting the bar on the hips and like. Mm. So what does that help up. with? Uh, explain a little. Is bit. it like when you sit, put the bar, and like push up? Because mm-hmm. I feel like my yep, squat. Right. Is... I only see girls do that. I know that's what I'm, that's what we're, t- okay, we're okay, talking okay, about. Okay, okay, okay. I thought my, my bad, my bad. Okay. <laughs> Av wants but, to give this to the girls. Yeah, to give the, game to the girls, the, man. The give, I'm trying to see some uh, some <laughs> some in uh, in shape petite chicks out here, man. So does that help with like maybe your your hips? Because I feel like when I squat, I can't. They're just tight, so the your hip hips thruster. Are tight when you squat, yeah, fuck I yeah, have bro. Tight like hips bro. too. Like I gotta go wide, or else like yesterday, I, I I was going just shoulder width, and I felt like my knees were like caving in and shit. Or you're not a power lifter, right? Mm, I'm, I'm a barely lifter right now, bro. bro. <laughs> Dude, that, that's what I was getting at. Like you don't have to free squat. Squat to a box. Like sit on something and stand up. So that would Dude, be it the- get, it's like anytime someone's like, man, my knees hurt. Box squat. Oh man, my hips. Box squat. Damn. Because you can bring your box higher or lower depending on what My homie what told doesn't. me that too the other day, and I was like, yeah. nah, that's some pussy shit. No, like, th- bro. Come I, on, I, AV. That's how I've seen people build a thousand plus pound squats is using box squats. Okay. So, yeah, so like, is it with the bar, lift. right? With the bar, yeah, and you, you sit down and you, because mm-hmm. that's tough. Like, that's no pussy shit, bro. Yeah. I do that like every blue moon, but when I do them, I'm like, I do them with only 45s, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm so already. So, that's better than doing it without the, like, just actually. If your hips are hurting, I'd say that. Yeah. Like, stay there and then. Uh, like, I mean, you could address the issue, like what's causing it. Like, there's a bunch of stuff. Dude, well, I, don't, I wouldn't say what I figured is like if if maybe I need to work on my uh, stretching your mobility, like yeah, your, your internal like, external rotation of your hip, like your actual femur. Yeah, because because I, I, I started doing that. I went on that machine where you like open your legs and mm-hmm. and that shit was fucking like yeah. it hurt. I was like, what the fuck? I can't go down when I do the like leg press. Yeah, um, and I'm you know like I can't go as like my hips don't let me, so I kind of feel uh, in a way it feels like I'm doing half reps, but I'm like, nah, I feel this shit. But it's just like I want to go lower, but my hips. I are feel too like tight. it's a guy thing, like our hips are. are, are but well, I know people that have like loose ass hips. They do exercises too, and I've been seeing a couple of people um, do like stretching exercises to kind of get your hips loose. So I need to tap into that a little bit more. Okay, so let's say that what. Uh Top stretches to open up the hips. Yeah. So any type of stuff is called FRC, functional range conditioning. Um, you can look up you, bro. YouTube has everything. YouTube University. I make a joke about it, but it's serious. And <laughs> if you have that. a short attention span, you're gonna find them on TikTok. You you find those on TikTok. Oh yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. One minute, boom, straight to the chase. <laughs> oh yeah. Tell me. So there's there's this stuff called FRC, pails and rails. Like basically, like I would have my legs bent, push my legs in the ground for X amount of time, lift one mm. up, push them down, lift them up. It opens up the range for you, like. You can sit there and static stretch all day, and it's going to take you months to get anything out of it. Give me something that's going to get me there in a couple weeks. So mm-hmm. FRC, pails and rails. Um, I also really like I like box squats to make the hips more mobile, more mobile. Like you would take, we do this thing called a drop set drill. You would have, say, like a 16-inch box, 14-inch box, and 12-inch box. You would do five squats on the 16, immediately do five squats on the 14, then immediately do five squats on the 12-inch box with no weight, just body weight. Mm. It just it opens up your hips for you mm. because you're having to load that position so your body will accept that range. Now go lower. Load it until your body accepts it. Now go lower. And so that that's something we'll use a lot of times on our lower body warm-ups is we'll take oh, yeah. box squat drop set drills. And yep. you're saying this without weight, that way, it, and then maybe after you do that, then you can go in and do mm-hmm. your regular squats. Yep. And some, mm. like sometimes we'll add weight to it, but it's never going to be like heavy when we do that. It's just a warm up. Like we might have a twenty pound dumbbell and do five, five, five for two to three sets, okay. just to open up the hips. 
Perfect, man. So, see, there's no excuse to not, not squat if your knees are hurt and do some uh, box. What is it? What box are they called? Squat. Box, box squats. Squat. Dang, that's yeah. crazy. Your buddy told you that the other day, too. Yeah, You're he like, did, nah, bro. Doing that. And yeah, he always tries to game me up, and I just talk shit. And that day, I was Was it like, cack? Yeah. Ah, shit. Because I was like, I was squatting, and I was like, man, bro, my fucking knees. Like, I know I'm uh, I'm being conscious that I don't want to use my knees, so I'm trying to throw all the, all the weight on my, like. Bro, how wild would it be on if, my hips, if cack became a personal trainer, bro? I keep telling him, man. Bro, bro. I, I'd be epic. Like. Yeah, he I'll did be so come proud up of him. and tell me that, and I was like, "Nope, that's some pussy shit." He so he told you that he, but he likes it. Like, he likes teaching and shit. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He did. He was trying to look out for me, but I wasn't trying to listen to him. I was like, uh, I was being stubborn. I was like, "Yeah, hey, that's hey, some hey, pussy hey, shit." Like, nah, yeah, nah. What the fuck do you know? Yeah, but yeah, that'd be the ultimate goal right there. But man, shit, let's wrap this up, man. Um Man, Austin, thank you very much for coming out, man. If you want to shout out the crew, you know what I'm saying, the people that you work with, the team, shout them out, man. So we've got, uh, first off, I'm going to start with Isaiah. That's at Sunnyside Media on Instagram. Um, We've got Kellen at KellenSmith11. That's one of our other guys. He's on all our YouTube videos and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got at Baxley Vision. That's Zach Baxley. He helps us with some of our media stuff. Um, At Alex Bedard. These are, I'm just going all all Mm -hmm. Instagram ads. Right. At Alex Bedard. He's such a goober. He's such a great baseball player, though, um, oh, yeah. and he's good. And he knows how to use Twitter. So uh, we've got him, and then we've also got at Nate Postfit. That is one of our other guys. He actually is him and Bax both helped me start learning how to do a podcast. So awesome, awesome man, dope. man. He, I'm looking. So you forward. have a, a podcast coming up? We're about to. Yep. Nice. Because oh. yep. uh, man, yeah. There's just so many questions to be answered about fitness that. It's impossible to cover here. You guys, man, you got a team. That's the beautiful thing. So you guys, the sky's the limit, man. So y'all keep growing, man. It's, it's always crazy, like when I go out to places and because, like, and, and I'm in such a different world all the mm-hmm. time, twenty four seven with our facility. Like, I need to just go to a regular gym for once. Yeah, like, connect and yeah, it's just different. Mm-hmm. Like it, because I'm like, oh, everybody knows this. Oh, everybody knows that, and it's like, no, like nobody knows it. Like you wouldn't yeah. have known about the like that drop set drill. Yeah. And, I, and in my world, it's just like every day I see it in the gym. Yeah. And so uh, mm-hmm. that's cool. That's really cool. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that's where you guys are like, uh, I mean, I don't know if there, I'm sure there's a, a fitness podcast, mm-hmm. but because you could literally break, you could talk about fitness all fucking day. Like you oh, could, yeah. there's so much you could, you could talk about this. Like, like you could that. talk about squats for an hour and that's a whole podcast right mm-hmm. there. You could talk about. Yeah. Especially if you have, like you're with a group of people there's, that know their shit. In the fitness thing, there's all kinds of content. Like one day on the YouTube, you can talk about a certain how to bench press and how to increase it. And then the next day, you can talk about like maybe what's works for you on the nutrition side. Like as far as like okay, powerlifting. We're, we're we're on this topic. Uh, did you did you ever fall into the YouTube fitness where you were watching fucking all the YouTube fitness people just going to the gym and. Like who were your favorite like you, uh, the vloggers? Okay, like my favorite ones were Elliot Hall's fucking uh, I know them. I the know Hodge them. twins, the Hodge twins. Okay, yeah, yep. uh, Beast Mode Jones. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Who else? You're who missing else? one, bro. Mike Come Rashid. On. Oh, okay, okay. Mike Rashid. Yeah. So, bro, we did his fucking program. My god damn, was that some overtraining shit? Oh, y'all were getting bullied, huh? Yeah, bro, it was insane. We we pa- we thugged it out. How much was it for? Like thirty days or some shit? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was that overtraining. And we thugged that shit out. Like we were fucking dead every every workout. I was but, trying to look like Mike Rashid, but man. I was like, man, <laughs> fuck this. Like I was. Sh- Dang. So I I hate to say this too. Like what you're gonna start to find out the deeper and deeper you go into like fitness, like 
you'll see all these people like on supplements, like, oh, dang, like, look bullshit. at him. Bro, it's bullshit. Yeah, Everybody's exactly. taking anabolics. I, I, Everybody's on steroids. That's where I pay I, attention. He's Everybody's snitching. on steroids. <laughs> so I'm sorry to say it. Whenever you start bro. to see that, it, it's not. Uh, I'm gonna say 95. percent That's not, where not 100, but 95%. that's what kind of killed. Like I still do fitness, but I don't do it as passionate. Like as far as like like I wanted to be on fitness magazines. I wanted to be like like damn. I want supplements to sponsor me and this mm-hmm. and that. But when I found out that my favorite creators, like fitness creators, were, we're on lying. were lying and full of shit, I was like, yeah. do and I really want to be that? <laughs> that shit was hilarious no. too because they all started. Uh, it was like a domino thing. Like uh, one of them started getting caught, and then another one got yeah. caught, and another one got yeah. caught. To where it was like, not only were they, I don't know why they weren't just upfront about it. Like, just be, be the people that are upfront. Like they'll tell you, like I'm full shit. I'm rich, uh, rest rich. in peace, Rich Piana, man. Yeah. Uh, did you ever yeah, watch Rich Piana's? Yeah, he was yeah. super honest. That's Bro. why I fucked with him. Yeah, me too. That was he was one of my Massive. favorite guys to watch, but. It tells you, man. His his he had the opposite of anorexia. This guy was just to be too big, big, like too yeah. big, big rexia. That's what Bro, it's called. He would look at himself in the mirror that size and think he was, he was small. small. Yeah, like, like what? Like oh my, twenty four inch biceps aren't big enough. Yeah, I got to go for thirty. You know, what? so uh, yeah. But, but rich, rest in peace, rich. But he as he was like, uh, I think he had some sort of like ego thing or something because he something. had to like. Always have mm-hmm. the the girl with the f- big fake tits and the big lips and you know like it was like yeah. the he, he had to be driving those sport cars yeah the big house he it's had, like he was a young guy that like he didn't want to grow old type shit yeah had a lot of insecurities you know that's what that makes yeah. sense a lot yeah so yeah, speaking rest of that, in peace though everybody I think everybody should be in counseling to be honest mm. like I think guys like that especially like bro like. Like you said, like, who knows what he was really dealing with? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you really are going to that extent, like, who knows what's underneath the surface? Yeah. Like, I, I think a lot of people are, like, so against it. Like, oh, no, I would never go. I Cause would never one, go talk to One thing you got to keep in mind is, like, when you start going into this fitness journey and you want to do the, the, the steroids and shit, like, mm-hmm. you got to keep in mind you got to do this shit for the rest of your life. But also you got to make sure, like, you know about the consequences. Yeah. Long run, like long term. Like And man, I think a lot of times fitness can become a unhealthy thing. Like exactly. Uh people will it go and become too much. Yeah. I mean like, Boston Lloyd, do you have you heard of his story? Boston Lloyd? Was that the dude that Boston Lloyd Boston? And like within, taught you how to use steroids on YouTube. Bro, he was like seventeen, he dropped his whole cycle. Bro, he was like fluffy, right? Like Big, yeah. like you, he took like a video before and after, and within eight months, bro, he looked like a pro oh, yeah, bodybuilder, yeah. chiseled like a unhealthy as fuck. Like it was like, damn, he looks good. What's up with him? Is, is he still? I I can't tell you, bro. I'd be like, surprised if he's still. That was still the first time I started up. hearing about steroids he, was he, Boston Lloyd. That's he well, blew I think up. he was one of the first ones that came out and actually dropped his whole fucking cycle on on YouTube. Yeah, I, re- I respect that. Like you're gonna be honest with us. You're not sitting here telling us. Oh, hard work and perfect diet will get you here. Yeah. Or buy this supplement that I just teamed up with and they're and paying me to this. tell me to tell, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, like that's, that's one reason why I got like, I was turned like, off from it turned off. It was I was like, like uh, nah, this ain't it. So that's it, why I always fucked with the Hodge twins. Cause I felt like they always kept it, uh, organic. Like they were selling mm-hmm. shirts and mm-hmm. Like they weren't really. They were stable. funny, bro. They're still funny. I mean, they're, they're and it's crazy because YouTube demonetized them because they cussed so much. Like, yeah, they were just being them. Just like, like y'all you, watch Nelk by chance? Y'all probably don't. What is it? Nelk Boys on YouTube. Uh uh-uh. uh. Well, they have like millions and millions and millions of subscribers. I yeah. gotta check them out. Look yeah. at their content. Oh, they're. You can see like the story of from here to here with with their stuff. It's yeah. 
Oh man, it's next level. Yeah, but it, it's literally a party culture company. It's just funny stuff. It's yeah. all it really is. Oh, you know who was a fucking fraud too? Who? The poker guy that everybody was looking up to that was like out there with the then Brazilian. Yeah, yeah. His his shit was all. He, Bro, scam. they say you know how he said started like a company and he was. Well, just, he said his how he got his fortune, his fifty million was uh, a poker game, like paying poker and shit. Oh, that shit was bullshit. But that what shit really was it. Well, hear this out. Like his dad was a criminal. His dad had money, like drug well, money like and all that. Collar, good criminal, like so scammer he, his dad, yeah, his dad filed bankruptcy. There's fifty million dollars missing from him. A couple of years later, all of a sudden, Dan Brazilian wins a poker game and wins fifty million. So, and then like his, uh, but if you look it up, that's the crazy thing. If you look up who has won the most in poker, he doesn't show up. It's not even close. Yeah, to, he's a, he's it's a, like he, he ten million fake. at the most or some shit like that. He I started could be wrong, like a, but some sort of I think it was like a, it, some sort of supplement company. No, and it wasn't a supplement. Or some, Ignite, I think so. No, Ignite is more of like the Playboy of Ignite, today's. Ignite isn't that what the fuck this is called over here? The company outside <laughs> Ignite. Uh, I think it is. Is it? I don't know. Well, but Ignite is like he. It's like a, a a Playboy thing where it's like on bras and like you know it's okay. chicks. It's all, all well. A I chick guess the, my point is his dad was named like uh, the CEO, and his dad is not even supposed to be fucking <laughs> doing business. It's crazy. Yeah, I, when I was younger, I looked up to him. I was like, damn, this motherfucker's living that lavish life, like all these hoes and thoughts <laughs> and shit, like these Instagram thoughts. It's like. Yeah, that's crazy. but now that's like fake. I'm like mm, the the amount of money he spends living that lavish life. Like I have a different mentality now, where it's like I rather invest, I rather keep growing yeah. the business. Because bro, going on a yacht full of these chicks that want something, it sounds good. It sounds good. You got to feed them. You got to like you know what I'm saying and like. Is it worth the nut? You know so, what I'm saying? As soon as the alcohol is done. And exactly. The, you got the alcohol, the drugs. The sugar booger is gone. Yeah. Everybody's like, gone. You look at your bank account. How much do you spend that day on fucking Ibiza? Like, how much is, like, fuck, like, this nigga's spending and, like, I, I, I can see him going bankrupt pretty soon, to be honest. Are you a reader, man? Yeah, I read quite a bit. Uh, let's do that. Top five books. Top five books. Number one's going to be The Go-Giver. Number two is probably going to be you said how go to win, giver? the go giver. Number two, how to win friends and influence people. Mm. Number three, it's the Nike book, Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. Number four, uh, The Magic of Thinking Big. Mm. Number five, what's another book that's really just been a big one for me? Those are my, anytime I refer to somebody, it's those four. Number five is like training type material yeah. stuff. Those are my four like big life. Life and business ones. Nice. The most popular one for me that I feel like most of the people has read is the Rich Dad Poor Dad. You should tap into that one. Great yeah. fucking Rich book. Dad Poor Dad. I would say Think and Grow Rich. Think right. and Grow Rich. I'm almost done with that one. That one's a great book. Mm-hmm. Like that right now, I'm. Uh, it's called Twelve Twelve Law. Uh, the Twelve Laws of Life by Jordan Peterson. That shit right there is mind blowing and basically like. Just allows you to see how much of a fuck up you are. <laughs> Straight up, bro. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, books are, that's what's up. I, I know you're a smart motherfucker, man, so I just needed to ask. Because yeah, uh, <laughs> re- re- reading is underrated, bro. Well, why do you say that? What do you mean? Why, why do you think I'm smart? Because you're well spoken, bro, and you're yeah. fucking 23 yeah. and already I already own a gym too. and I shit. Mean, yeah, for sure, bro. Like, that means that you, you were engraving good thoughts into your into your head, like, and you're saying your parents were like uh, drug addicts and stuff, so you had to fucking find 
uh, motivation and knowledge and stuff somewhere. As so it wasn't always. Remember, I said I went from government housing to golf course house. My mom, bro, my mom, she's been that's the best woman I could like ever think of in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's gone through whenever I was little, went through rehab. Um, I think I was four, ended up going back into rehab though, like my eighth grade year, and that was like huge. Like, it was like, what just happened? Um, she's worked jail ministry after that. Traveled around singing at gospel churches, like oh dude, nice. Like, it, it's been really cool. Like she's always been a really, really good example, just of like overcoming, uh, mm-hmm, overcoming. And and her one of the big things that really has always stood out to me is like I was at one point I was living on nineteen hundred dollars a month when I was married. Like that's all we had for because we were both still in college, so we had full time work schedules, full time college, like, paying all of our car payments, house payment. Like we had stretching every. Penny. Oh my gosh! And my mom always said, if you'll give, like. You, the money that you need will show up. Mm. And so just find a way to go help somebody. Like, oh, this person, you know, they, a buddy, y'all went out to eat and they needed food that day. It's like, no, I'll just buy their food. Like, like uh, cool. And then, and then out of nowhere, like, something happens. Here's 20 bucks. Like, mm-hmm. I, had, I saw that happen a couple of years ago, but in a big sum of money. Like, um, I, was, I was just helping a friend with, like, workout stuff. And this... His dad, his dad comes in and he actually wrote me a thousand dollar check. Just said, "Hey, God put this on my heart. Hand me a thousand dollar check, mm. dude." I cried. It it was like it was right in the middle of my divorce. Like I had no clue how the business was going to make it. Anything, mm. and this dude does that, and I was just like, he didn't it's know like, anything. It's like he knew bro, nothing. Know that. He just said, "I felt like God, God told it, me to do this." It's so odd when stuff like that happens because you you're not even expecting. It. Like you no. said, you cried. Like damn, yeah. what the. But this it's is, like this is meant to be. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like it's you know what you gonna get what you put out. So it's yeah, like for sure. So happens. that first book you said, the Go Giver, is that maybe something uh, that sounds like the uh, like Go Giver? That sounds basically like that philosophy. Instead of the Go Getter, it's the Go Giver. So yeah. it's like your job is to go out and like give people like like what can you bring to this situation of value? What can I give to this person? Like the more that's, I can give, yeah. the more value. The more value you bring, the more value. You I feel give like, and that's what it comes down to. Like, especially if you're trying to get into this content scene, is like longevity is gonna give you. You're gonna go a long way if you provide give, constant give, value. Yeah. If, if constant you're not value, real and yeah. Your stuff really doesn't stand up. Like, you're not gonna make it. Right. Like, shout out to Gary V, man, because he's hey. one person that I learned that. Because at first I'd be like, damn, I don't even know if I should put this out and he's like just put it out like give 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 and then and man what is it jab jab hook. jab jab yeah right hook or something, something like that yeah yeah gary v man salute to him and i hope i Shout get to out meet to him his tweaking little ass man. <laughs> <laughs> i hope i get to meet him one day because it's like to this day he's still putting content to this day he still goes on lives and text messages encouraging people like do this shit like he talks so fucking much and he can still come out with new content like that always, how, how do you <laughs> always bro and it's like Salute to him, bro. I feel like I think I saw a thing too that said that he didn't make his first piece of content until he was thirty. Oh, yeah, dang. So. yeah. But he he's been right about a lot of stuff. I mean, yeah. he's been right about a lot of shit. He's one that really was one too that said that Clubhouse is also underrated. So, um, TikTok. He was the first one to be like, get on it. Way before the that's pandemic. how he's rich, right? He he invested in like uh, Facebook, the big and companies, and he also like his uh. Basically, the wine yeah. library, like the wine thing he had going on with his dad, like he took that shit to the next level. So that like got him his first five million, and then he just took off from there. So like he took his dad's business, gave it to him. Like, all right, I made you the money. I'm gonna take a little bit and just scale from there. So he has like 
VaynerMedia, which yeah. is a generates a hundred over a hundred million and in he profits. He does like the marketing for like Coca Cola yeah. and shit like that, right? Yeah, he's 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 a genius with that shit. But yeah, shout out to those people, man. It's it's you you, you were gonna say something? Oh, I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Well, shit, man, I think I asked whatever I had to ask. It was good. Um, it was a good good podcast, brother. I appreciate you, man. Next time, we'll, we'll have the whole squad in here. For sure, man. Uh, we'll try to Let's fit them in. Wait, wait until after baseball season. But, That's when everybody's going to be good. Once, yeah. So once we hit May, June, July, this summer, yeah. summer's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, fun. you said you're going to do a podcast pretty soon. You guys starting a podcast? Yep. So we're going to oh, bring yeah. our very first episode is going to be... First one we're going to release is with our Major League Baseball player or Minor League Baseball player right now. Mm-hmm. Should have a really good season. And then we'll have another one soon after that is two high school strength coaches. Ah. So really talking about, like, how to do stuff. Hell, yeah. That's man. dope, man. I'll be uh, we'll really be looking in. forward to yeah, that. We'll, we'll, sure, be, man. we'll be tuned in, man. But, uh, man, appreciate you for coming out, man. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up, ladies and gentlemen. Half Court Podcast, we're out. Take some goddamn notes on this episode, man. As A.V. would say, pay attention. Peace. <laughs>